Hey y'all, it's Nate here. We got a special session for y'all. We are doing our first one shot. Well, kind of. It ends up being a two shot. So this is just part one. We have some amazing guests for this. We've got Dino from our Discord, aka Kirsten. We have D&D Imposter, aka Chris. We have Connor Kerrigan from TikTok. We have Danny from the Knocked Prone Podcast. Y'all should go check them out. They're a fantastic pod. And of course, we have Devin and Kate getting to play together. Our setting for this one-shot is going to be the jungle nation of Quibara. During the last war in Eberron, pacifists and objectees to the war from all over the country kind of fled to Quibara to settle and make it a new home that they end up naming New Galifar. Now, unfortunately for them, Quibara is a junglish region home to numerous lizard folk tribes. Most of these tribes are very anti-outsider. They have lived in this jungle in peace. They don't speak common. They see outsiders and attack them. A few, a few have decided to befriend our uh, weary travelers and, you know, offer them hospitality, but they want something in return. This is the dynamic our heroes find themselves in. If you remember at the very beginning of our first campaign, for both the guys and the gals, the nation of Breland had recently lost their ruler, and in order for Princess Avi to ascend to the throne, they needed to find a suitable match for her. Who could be more suitable than the leader of Quabara? Jean Hanna had come up as a Aberranian gunslinger moved out to the frontier, was fighting the fight against these lizard folk tribes, and had made quite a reputation for herself. And so Prince Arnoff sent one of his main knights, one of the thirteen, Seal. Seal was a top general through the war, a human fighter who unfortunately lost his legs in the battles. With his mobility limited, he would have to find help with others, and so he formed this tight-knit crew. First off, we have Swiftblade a Goliath barbarian we fought side by side with and who pulled him from the rubble. We have Vel, an intellectual human whose brain and strategy may surpass Seal's. We have Ladrian, an Owlin boy who has helped Seal learn a bit of magic. And of course, we have the twins, Persephone and Mersephone, two halfling rogues who create as much chaos as problems they solve. Listen as these band of travelers venture into Quabara and help set the stage for the next arc of the Low Initiative Guys podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. I thought a good place to start our noble knighthood would be in a waiting room as all good. And and it could be a tavern style waiting room somewhere with like drinks and whatnot. You all have arrived the nation of Quabara um, in the like frontiersy land of uh, what they now call New Galifar, a land that's been settled by refugees and pacifists who are now have to embrace taming the jungle. Um, the leader of your group has been off meeting the leader of uh, New Galifar. And so I, I thought this would be a great opportunity for each to kind of like go around the room and describe what people are seeing and what you might be doing uh, in this waiting room. So as a chance to describe your characters. Also, because this will be the probably the first thing of the pod. If you want to introduce yourselves, because you guys are plug any pluggables, like let's let's do it. Oh boy, oh boy. Maybe we should start with the description of the 
waiting room? Yeah, waiting room. You just reverse Uno'd. Yeah, we should describe the tavern. Yeah, Nathan. The tavern is, um, you know, we'll say maybe like 10 tables, but also like a side, maybe seated area with a couple of couches, um, you know, more of like a card, like coffee table between them uh, by a fireplace as well. There are maybe two bartenders, uh, you know, one maybe acting as bartender slash server, the other one strictly behind the bar. Um, this this was really kind of set up for people, you know, to maybe grab a quick bite or a drink when they're um, waiting outside of kind of the, I don't know, the main meeting rooms uh, where you're the leader of these nights is off. So, yeah, there's maybe a couple of other people in this establishment, but not too many. It's mainly the five of you, if I understand math and numbers. So we're all together. We know each other, right? Yes. It's Ciel, Ladrian. Is somebody Prince Ernuf, or did he just send us? He just sent you, and and uh, Ciel is in the other room um, meeting with the leaders of New Galifar. Okay, and then there's just Swiftblade and the twins, yeah? Uh, Swiftblade, the twins, yeah. Okay, sweet. Just making sure I had everybody who was in the group. Well, my character, if I can jump in with him. Jump away. My character is Val Delaroth, uh... He seems a bit thin and sickly, but dresses in a well-made clothing, gold-colored, cloth with black patterns and semi-transparent black cloak, allowing the gold to flow out the back. Uh, he carries a staff with three little doves around the top, which uh, looks basically like a quarter staff. Eh, I guess that's, that's about it for him. <laughs> He's a human uh, conj sorcerer. A conj wizard. And what would he be doing? Uh, he, he'd be waiting quite patiently, just, you know, hands folded or maybe doing like little like finger games, like the little like, like rolling your fingers back and forth, just kind of waiting for the uh, information to come along, keeping an eye on everything going on. Uh, Mersephone, you'll see, um, which uh, my name is Connor Kerrigan, if we're introducing ourselves uh, and, and doing pluggables, uh, check out my social media, you'll see stuff that Red Talon Media is putting out, uh, probably with some people who are on this podcast. I am uh, Mersephone. Uh, he goes by Murph. He is uh, a stout halfling rogue. And you see he's sitting there. He's got these, this like very large curly, it, it's almost like Corbin blue hair, but it's blonde. Uh, and he, you see he's got this uh, green crop top on and these like kind of sporty, like jigging looking pants type of things. With these, uh, with these big boots on, um, and all of his, all of his material, everything is accented with this gold, and he actually has a, a septum piercing that matches the gold. So, are there other people in this waiting room? Yeah, yeah, there can be a couple other kind of maybe townsfolk. Um, and one thing to note about the townsfolk of New Galifar, because they broke off and chose not to participate in the war, um, they've been a little bit isolated. They're a little bit out of fashion, you know, older, maybe a little bit more rugged. Yeah, they've they've had a hard life trying to tame the jungles of Quibara. Gotcha. Uh, you see that um, Murph is quick at work uh, switching people's shoes and tying them together. So he's just like sneaking around the room and he'll just like... He'll just like get someone's shoes off and put them on someone else or like tie someone's shoes together. And he's just finding like little ways, like he'll undo someone's belt buckle real quick without them noticing. So when they stand up, their pants fall down. And he is walking up to his sister after every one 
and being like, I just tied that guy's shoes together. What have you done? What has his sister done? Uh, so my name IRL is Chris. You can find me at DND Imposter on Instagram and TikTok. I am playing Persephone, which is Murph's much more adorable older sister of five minutes, yet still a couple centimeters shorter. Um, very similar in description, except she's got longer hair. You can see that she has a short bow around her, and then she has something kind of just sticking out the back of her shorts, though, unless you're directly looking at it, you can't really tell what it is, but you can assume it's a weapon. Not a tail. Not a tail. Nope. Okay. <laughs> You guys weren't going to try to pull the, actually, they're halflings, but they're only half halflings. They're half dragon We don't talk well. about the other half. Literally don't ask me what's in my pants. As Murph is coming up to Persephone, Vel, what's your passive perception? 12, I believe. 12? Just? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Just to make sure. So while Vel is looking around at the room and not necessarily watching Persephone per se. Right at the last time Murph has come up to her, she is walked. She is walking past Vel, and she has some of his gold chain that she has taken off of him. She shakes it in front of Murph and goes, "He really needs to start paying more attention." You want to roll stealth on that? <laughs> um, I wrote. I did sleight of hand, and I got. Oh yes. Extremely high. <laughs> okay, then you beat me for sure. <laughs> Also, I assume I'm pretty used to your antics by now, so it's like... Yeah, and you would, at least with Persephone, I can't speak for Murph, Persephone seems to give you guys back what she takes. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm guessing Vel's, like, pretty used to you, like, pulling things off and has just stopped worrying about it, assuming you won't go too far. But, you know, always a little bit stressed about it. <laughs> it's like a library book. You know, I'll borrow it for a little bit. I might take it some places, but you know, you might get it back. I have like a few dedicated like stretch marks in my skin towards your guys' antics. Okay, I can go next. Sorry, I'm literally calling in on my phone now because I gave up on the computer thing. I was <laughs> struggling super hard. So, well, it sounds surprisingly good. I hope, yeah, with using my my same headphones, I'm hoping it sounds the same. But that's why my camera keeps moving because I'm like propped up all wonky. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> I'm Kate. <laughs> I play cricket on Low Initiative Ladies, and I'm excited to be here, part of this one shot with our friends from TikTok and beyond. Um, I am playing Swiftblade. I'm a Goliath. I am very, well, I guess you'll you'll get to know me, but I'm pretty much straight to the point, no nonsense. So um, I'm kind of just sitting at a table. I'm polishing my great sword. That's my pride and joy in this life. And I'm just kind of looking over at Murph and Persephone, and I'm just like, knock it off, kids. I see what you're doing. No idea what you're talking about. I couldn't even begin to know what you're talking about. Nope. I just imagine Murph and Persephone just like turn and walk. <laughs> I just give them With the stink eye. With shoes and a chain in their hands. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go see if the uh, concession stand is open. So uh, see ya. There's not a concession stand, but they just start walking away. <laughs> I just shake my head. I just like, I know it's no, there's no use in trying to scold them, but I feel like I have to try anyway. So worth a shot. There, There is a bar. If you guys did want to grab drinks or concessions, you know, maybe a warm pretzel or something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Murph is for sure going up to the bar. Addy, y'all. What can I get for you? Oh my goodness. You could read me some poetry with that beautiful, beautiful accent of yours. 
I I just think that's so lovely. I'm I'm looking for a drink. I'm sure my sister uh, is looking for something similar. Um, but uh, if you have it, I I'll just take your your finest ale. Oh, I can certainly uh, rustle up up one of that and. How, how did you know that I am quite a poet? I, I do love coming up with poems uh, as fast as as the Google machine will allow me to search for them. But uh, yeah, I do I do like some poetry. But oh. we can get you guys some ales. Are are you published at all? A little, little hard to get published all the way out here in Quibara. You got to kind of write back to the major publications back in Charm. But hey, you you folks are uh, are from Charm now, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, might, might I send back some of my poetry with you? Can you please? Oh my goodness. Absolutely you can. All right. While Murph is doing this and engaging in the conversation, Persephone has walked off to the side and is reaching over to try to steal some drinks and perhaps press. Thank you, Persephone, for understanding what I was doing. <laughs> Give me a sleight of hand or or a stealth check. I'll oh, let you choose which. Heck yes, I will. <laughs> that is that's gonna be a thirty-eight. <laughs> what even are these numbers we we pay for nothing yeah, we don't pay for stuff we don't somebody was never here yeah so the, the bartender naturally um begins to recite some of his poetry believing that murph is a true fan and will appreciate his work um and sorry anonymous uh poet writer from the internet that i'm stealing <laughs> this work from but you know the bartender starts going the ball of a steer to a cowboy's ear is music the sweetest strain and yelping notes of a great coyote to him a glad refrain. That was beautiful. My goodness. That was, I, yeah, of course I'll take some of your work back uh, to the city and I'll, I'll see, I'll see if we can do something about it. Cause, cause goodness, we can't keep this stuff con- contained to Cubara. Oh my goodness! Thank you. know what? You know what? Drinks, drinks are on the house. Uh, thank you. Let me let me pour you pour you a drink. Oh, wonderful. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, I think my sister went and sat down, so I'll grab a drink for her as well. Oh, na- naturally. And he, uh, I'll pour these for you, and, I'll, and then I'll be right back. I'm gonna go get my book. All right, go get your book, and then yeah, we're gonna go drink all four of our drinks. <laughs> Just like pulling them out. <laughs> I'm picturing you guys maybe stole like the the like shots or like the liquor and he's like pouring yeah. ale and yep. you guys are like, all right, now I got like the shot and a chaser. And that's that's how the night's going. When Murph's walking back up with the two, she's just going to be shaking her head. She's taking out the last one and being like, I really hope you're not bringing friends back again. <laughs> no, no, no. I think this time just transcripts. I think I think we're good. But he, he he's a really good poet. You say that about everyone who gives you alcohol. They're all really good poets. You're very good at drinking. <laughs> Pops open one of them. Are you guys trying to hide the fact that you're drinking? I was assuming not. No. So Vel, out of purely trying to make sure you guys don't get too intoxicated, they'd be like, I'll have a drink if you're offering. Oh, absolutely. In fact, you can have my entire shot. And he's going to hand Vel his shot. He has two hands. He has two hands. As you're handing the shot, she's giving him another drink. Like, oh, I, uh, well, you're so generous. So I appreciate it. And he'll take both. And then uh, proceed to drink one while, like, you know, you just holding on to the other one, like, trying to act casually about it. But hasn't, like, started drinking it for quite a while, as you guys, if you guys keep paying attention. Hey, hey. 
Hey Val, it's if you want to milk that, that's totally fine. Like this isn't a party; it's a waiting room. So you shouldn't. I don't want you to feel obligated to like drink that all at once. You know. You shouldn't feel obligated, but if you'd like your stuff back, as she reaches into her pocket <laughs> and holds up the gold, I'll trade you your empty cup for your. Oh, you do drive a hard bargain. I guess I'll I'll down this one for the team, and he'll he'll start to down it. Just to get his chain back for sure. <laughs> Definitely being coerced past his point of comfortability. That's what we're here for. She just leans <laughs> over to Murph like, this didn't work last time. I know I don't know what's going on, but it's really great. Like Whispering it. underneath his his like breath like, she still doesn't know it's a fake. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I'll probably whisper that specifically towards uh, CL. <laughs> Uh, Ciel's not in the room at the oh, moment. Oh no! Apologies. Well, I, while while the adults are doing this, what is the youngest member of the party doing? I'm the youngest. Okay. You it's described your child, your person as a child prodigy, or maybe I misread your um. I had he uh, was a child prodigy. Some time had passed since then, but sure. oh, I was assuming that he's like a like a maybe a teen or something, like a, a small boy. <laughs> He, he is, is currently a He is a small owlin, uh, about three feet, um, just standing up on the bar, just talking to whoever will come over. Does Does he talk to the bartender about his poetry? I mean, unless you've got someone else interesting there. Uh, not, not, not particularly. All right, then I'll talk to the bartender, yeah. All right. Well, I, I gotta get my book over to this guy, but but do, do you want to hear a poem as well? Uh, sure. Uh, also, thank you, random other person on the internet, James W. Wilts, uh, for cowboy poetry. Uh, when I saddle up my pale horse to take my last ride to the home ranch over the Great Divide, will I blaze the trail all the way, a place to camp at the end of the day. That was lovely. Am I sitting close enough to hear this from the table we're at? Yes, it is not a large room. I'm just going to put down my sword and just be like, head back. Like, I hate poetry. No, it was so good. It was about cowboys and horses. I just shake my head. I keep I keep shining my blade. I'm just very excited for this mission to begin. Oh, shoot. We have a mission. Yeah, that's... That's why, that's why I was drinking a little bit, just loosen myself up before, you know. Are you going to do your calisthenic again? No, I stretched this morning. Oh. Well, stretch again, Narolade. And in walks Seal, uh, coming in fresh from the meeting. Uh, he's flanked by the leader of New Galifard, Gene Hanna, as well as two lizard folks who you've not met before. One of them is old and kind of crouched over, and she walks on a cane. Uh, and the other one... Kirsten, would you care to describe your? Yeah, sure. So first off, I'm Kirsten. I am just an avid listener of the uh, the podcast, Low Initiative and Low Initiative Ladies. Secondly, yeah, we have um, Zira Cloudfoot, usually just Zira. Um, she is a lizard folk. She's wearing like some studded leather armor. It's got a lot of like natural sort of look to it. She has a sickle on her side in sort of the shape of a moon and a bow on her back and a shield with her. Her face, like her head is kind of like um, the shape that you might expect with like a uh, 
the the horned lizard. Like it's it's a pretty standard sort of deserty more look to it. That's her general appearance. I think she'd look out um, as she's stepping out with a lot of suspicion towards the general party. Not that you know trusting of the people that she's with. Had we heard of Jean in her history, or is this the first time she's being presented to us? Fair. You would have heard of her. Um, she is what the party has been sent here to meet. Your kingdom uh, has recently lost its ruler, and in order for um, the next person to ascend to the throne, the ruling families would like her to be married. Um, and so you've been sent here to try to find a suitable person, a, a leader of another nation, someone for them to marry. So that is what is what Seal's been negotiating is, hey, we'd really like you to come. We'd like to meet with you, you know, try to vibe check this. And Jean Hanna has uh, has been a little bit hesitant as the leader of her people. She didn't quite want to leave. And so what has come to pass in the other room uh, and what Seal will now explain is they've come to an accord. New pioneering folks of New Galifar uh, have been under threat of by a lot of these different lizard folk tribes, but the lizard folk tribes are not a cohesive nation. And he'll turn over to Mother Zarlem, um, uh, and Mother Zarlem will explain more. And she she looks at you and she goes, "Ah, the lizard folk. We were once great people. We built mighty pyramids, and we we built coliseums." And this was all before humans and you little humanoids quite even came to be. We are the original rulers of all the land. Then the dragons came and they pushed us back into our jungles and they entrapped our goddess. Those who chose to betray our sweet, cool sun goddess, who cooled the suns and allowed us to live in paradise. They worship the black dragon. They protect him, but he's grown old and erratic. I believe, I believe with your help, we can overthrow the black dragon and release the cool sun goddess and bring back peace to Quabara. So un understanding the importance of uh, this allegiance, I'll kind of walk over to Jean as has been the first time I think I've been officially introduced to make, you know, I often thought that the soil I was planted in was harsh and formidable, but to have taken root in the frontier, and not only to climb, but leap above, above the hurdles that were placed before you, an inspiration. I appreciate that. That That's my fun of you to say. That was good. Uh, I got a qu quick question, boss. Uh, I thought we were just here uh, for a princess. Right there, Lottie. Okay. I understand where you're thinking, but we can't, we can't leave them here defenseless. And if we take their leader, we gotta really help him out. So I figure we do this one job. We go in there, we slay a dragon. We've been through wars. We've been through a hundred year war. Well, most of us, you guys are a bit young, but I've been through at least 65 years of that hundred year war. So, you know, what's one dragon? Yeah, no, you you got a point and he takes a drink from his ale. I guess, um, <clears throat> well, I guess we're gonna go fight a dragon. <clears throat> that sounds fun. I stand up and I'm satisfied. My great sword is now polished to perfection. I kind of stretch it out and I'm almost nine feet tall. So I'm pretty much touching the ceiling just about. I stick it uh, back in its holster and I say, I'm ready to fight. Just tell me which way to go. Does this purse lizard, what do they wear? Do they look like they're a valuable? Hmm. 
Yeah. I hadn't quite planned out what she was wearing, but we'll say that she's, you know. Got some nice rings, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, some nice rings, uh, maybe some ornate um, jewelry that's kind of draped off of the different scales. Um, I don't quite want to say henna because um, I wasn't quite picturing like uh, an Eastern vibe for them, but like maybe some markings on the scales that are, are more drawn on um, that can't quite be stolen, but are like ornate um, in, in such fashion. She definitely is the village elder. Um, she's one of the tribal leaders of the many, many lizard folk tribes. So Persephone's going to, after sizing her up, she was leaning uh, back against the couch with her feet up on the table, takes the last sip of her drink, stands up, and kind of just saunters over, and her whole demeanor has changed from, I'm trying to be sneaky and kind of brat, to like, let's be friends. And she's going to walk up to her and kind of just in the air be tracing the rings and like the jewelry, and just walk up and go, a dragon is completely possible, but I must a favor you see some of us she's like looking at most of the group some of us are pretty well off but me and my brother mercephony she uses his full name that's not you can call me murph ma'am mercephony we come from a humble tribe and we really could use some assistance financially in the case of defeating this dragon, but I know that that may not be what you and your people have, so perhaps a favor, and I owe you from the lizard folk in the- Persephone, now that's not quite what we were doing. We're doing a favor for the kingdom here. But could this one thing just be allowed this time, that size? Persephone, what would they think of us? They would think of us as helping people out who came from a hard... They would think of us as dragon slayers, uh, which has got to be worth something, you know? It seems to be working for both of us. We're not soldiers for profit. We're here to do the best for the kingdom. Is it a profit if we are helping them and they just offer and will help you out in the future? I was under the impression that we were going to be working with those soldiers moving forward, not those looking to profit off of our needs. This is an alliance, and we have made a deal. If that deal is not satisfactory for you, I would suggest taking it up with your own captain. But here's the thing, we're so skilled. And you look like a very skilled individual yourself. Zira is your character? Yes, Zira. What is Zira wearing? She's wearing studded leather armor. She's not really adorned in too much. She has similar markings on her scales as um, the leader, I can't remember her name, does... But she's not wearing, she doesn't really look to be wearing anything too valuable. She seems very much dressed for fighting. Let me know if I can do this. Uh, I would like to, while she's uh, addressing Persephone, I would like to try to switch out one of the boots she's wearing with one of the shoes that I stole. She is not wearing shoes, I will say. She goes barefoot um, with her lizard feet. Okay. I saw, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's okay. Uh, yeah, okay, never mind. Um, I'm so sorry to shut that down. <laughs> shut down. You while smiling. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's basically going to give Zira the up and down and then turn to Persephone and be like, I, can't, there's, I don't know how to, like, prank her. She's lizard folk. They're not wearing anything. I'm trying to get us a 
Better not prank this one. No, but I wanted to prove to her that we were good at our job and we could steal stuff without her knowing, but there's nothing to steal. It's all just scales. What are you going to steal? And I feel like at this point, like, the people are hear you, and we're just arguing. Yeah. She's, yeah. like, leaning to be like, but we're trying to kill a black dragon, not change the dragon's shoes. What is that going to prove? No, I just... I just Twins. This is why I was born first. Oh, my God. You were born first because of... Because what? Uh, random chance. And, uh... <laughs> my... F- uh, ma'am, we're gonna... We're very capable. Uh, we do like money because we're... We exist and, you know, you need it. Um, but we're, we're the best in the business. Guaranteed. We're gonna take down this dragon. No problem. You got nothing to be worried about. Excellent. I'll be joining you on your uh, expedition as well. So I'll be keeping an eye on you too, particularly. Yes, we need to send her with you. You see, you see, there's something very important that you need to know. The cool sun goddess is still alive. She's trapped inside of a painting. The ancient clerics used to trap our enemies there. There is a special dance that only the highest of our clerics know. We've taught it to... I'm sorry, I forgot your name. Zira. We've taught it to Zira, and she will instruct you in the dance. Do we all have to dance? You're coming with, and you're going to show us how to dance? Precisely. Do you have an oh, issue with that? No, that, that's perfect. I cannot wait. I am very excited. Zira. Swiftly does not dance. We can all dance sometimes. I promise you, you're... Your input will be valuable, regardless of your overall talent, which may be lacking. I am talented with my sword. The only thing that matters. Zira, why why don't you show them some of the dance? Yes, Zira, please. Can you please show us some of the dance? That would be wonderful. If you could describe what it's like, too. Um, I really, we're paying attention to details. Zira immediately, um, she like goes completely serious face. Like, this is the most serious thing she has ever done in her life. Um, and she, like, stretches out her arms, does some, like, oh, all right. She, like, tucks her head down, and she begins to um, flap her arms a little bit and, like, dance in a circle. Her feet are, like, going, like, doing some really, like, quick steps with those feet. You can hear her uh, sort of claws clicking against the ground, too, and she's you know, waving her hips around, specifically her tail. Um, She might hit some people because she's not, like, that great at bodily awareness. Um, But she's she's fully committing to this dance. Um, Yeah, arms flapping, uh, hips wagging. Um, I'm going to roll performance just because. And uh, seven. She, she, seven. Ladrian, this looks like something you would be good at. Uh, Yeah. I, I enjoy a good dance. I nominate Ladrian to dance in my place. I I think I think that everyone needs to be a team player, right? Right, Coach my, Danton? Absolutely. That's absolutely right, though. My hips do not physically move in that way. If needed, I shall. I could cast an illusion to make it appear as if your hips are moving in that way. I do believe that there are rules about hips not lying, and so if you're using magic to manipulate them, I do think that breaks that. I do not like to lie. I have heard of this cited before in the uh, great scriptures of our people. Hips cannot lie, and illusion doesn't. Yes, the ancient knight Sir Mixalot did say that. We will talk about this later. (laughs) 
just going to clip that. That was absolutely wonderful. I'm sure we will need a lot of practice along the way. Perhaps every time we rest, we could all dance. And I'll look over to the twins, giving them, like, a funny look. <laughs> and and make sure that we're training and prepared for this when the time comes. Zira is fully not getting the joke at this point and is like very much like, yes, it is very important that we train at the dance at all times. Everyone should participate with me, though, in the future. That is important. So that we will make sure you have dancing shoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We'll, 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 we're going to, this is going to be so great. I will say the when you just did the dance, I got distracted. Could you? Could you do it for us one more time? I'm so sorry. He is a little slow. You need to do it like two, three times before he starts getting it. Yeah, we should it's... have it before we leave. At least a little bit of craft. I learn visually, so. Yes, yes. Persephone's uh, going to sit down on the ground. I will uh, join in and try to uh, imitate as well. Uh, Vel uh, will also dance since it sounded important. Uh, but Vel is terrible at dancing, so. Swiftly just stands there. Zero this time is a little bit... Uh, a little bit more proficient with the dance. She's got it down a little bit more, swinging her hips, swinging her arms around, getting that footwork in, swinging her tail around. She like purposely swings her tail just above the twins' heads as they're sitting there, just add a little bit of flair. Um, and she's like looking around too, like, yes, yes, good, keep dancing. You guys are doing very well, very well. Excellent. See, Seth, this is why I love this job. When you woke up this morning, did you know that you'd be watching all of these doofuses dancing with the lizard folk? No, but we get to experience that in the audience right now. Ugh. I did not join the army to dance. Yeah, but me neither. But come on, this is fantastic. Ah, I will think about it. Swiftly there, my friend. This is the new world. We've made it out of the war. Now we just do dance battles. Amazing. Do you think the black dragon's good at dancing? I sure hope not to find out. Yeah, me me too. Uh, seeing that Swiftblade is hesitant to dance, I'm going to try to, like, cox her into it by uh, a big... Swiftblade, you know, it's such a good name. It's It's gentle and friendly, yet lingering behind is that comforting aesthetic is the image that strikes fear. I'm jealous. Someone with such a name should not have to worry about their forward appearance of being soft for... The softness implies strength, for it is swift blade. Do you know how I got this nickname? It's by how quickly I kill my enemies. Precisely. Get a bit boring after a while. Yeah, don't you want to dance first? Killing is very fun. Just think of the dance as a battle without a weapon in your hands. Can I try it with a weapon in my hand first? The weapon yeah. you have is the funk. And you just you just dig into that weapon, the funk, and oh, find no, it in oh, you. No. Yeah, yeah. Or just let her dance with the weapon, because it could be a funny show. Somebody might not be watching. You you should use the sword. Let it I guide my your rhythm. All right, but uh, I, Persephone, you got to be dancing next to her. You better not dance too close. I have a pretty long great sword. Watch out I, for it. I, yeah. I'll, I'll, Val will immediately position a little bit safer. <laughs> And Murph is definitely, like, pushing Seth to go dance. <laughs> I decided to take one for the team, so I, I pull out my greatsword once again, and I look towards our towards Zira. I try to watch her as, I, as she demonstrates once more. 
And I just very clunkily, uh, actually, let me do a performance. I'll see how clunkily it is. Zira's really getting their steps in. Oh, I got a nat one. (laughs) So off to a great start. I I pull out my sword uh, and I'm just kind of swinging it around. I'm trying to mimic how she moved her her arms and it's just thrashing around. Everyone's having to duck and and back away because I am quite large and so is my sword. Uh, I'm tripping and I just like am totally offbeat. But I, I stop and I look and I say, wow, that wasn't so bad after all. You're doing great, Swift. Please tell me there's like cuts into the couch from your blade. <laughs> <laughs> this was great. It's just on fire. <laughs> Since I got in that one, I think Nate needs to describe <laughs> what bad things I do. You're moving around and Swiftblade is getting into the rhythm Swiftblade's hips, like, they're not lying. The shoulders are shrugging. They're going good. You've almost sliced every party member at least once or twice. In fact, because you guys will have a long rest and I won't make you do it, but I was, I would say, like, th- th- screw it. Let's just do it. Can everyone give me a deck saving roll to avoid getting hit by a Swiftblade? Nat 20. That's uh, a 24. Nat goes up me. to a 25. Oh, my gosh. Vel positioned even like a little safer, did not anticipate the wide movement and only got a nine on his deck save. <laughs> Ladrian was flying through the air and got a seven. No. He just ducked and got a 26. Zero, by the way, is praising Swiftblade this entire time. Just like so happy and excited to see her getting into it. Her Is Swiftblade female or male? Uh, it was gonna be male, but I, I, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, okay. I, could, I could be a girl. We've already said she, so we just go with that. All good. I did not specify. Sorry, I was very distracted by like getting my setup going, so I did not do a great intro. But all good. She's a girl now. I want to let you guys know how I'm rolling tonight. Uh, I rolled two d10s for the damage that uh, you two will take. Um, Val, <laughs> go ahead and take four damage, uh, and Ladrian, go ahead and take three damage. Off of 2d10 for each of them? That is insane. Yeah. Uh, it was two ones, a three, and a two. You should keep wow. using those dice. like. Yes, absolutely. Time. Those are great. I had to get the bad rolls out first before you guys meet the dragon. Uh-huh. <laughs> As Vel takes damage, uh, seeing that uh, Swiftblade is already pushing herself to start dancing, he will blame it on an unseen servant he has summoned. He'll be like, my... my my servant pushed me into your blade. I'm terribly sorry. I hope this did not break your flow. That's okay. I actually did a great job, even despite that. I- I'm sorry to see that you were injured. And I'll, like, go off to the side and be, like, shaming my unseen servant. <laughs> Does not break my confidence in the slightest. <laughs> Does the fact that your sword ended being stuck in a table that's now, like, split in half and you're, like, caught in the middle of it, does that break your confidence any? The table should not have been there. That is not, not my problem. Me. It should have moved. Ladrian, <laughs> why are you on the ground? No, no reason. I just got tired. Uh, and there are just feathers strewn across the entire floor of this establishment. You're, you're in my dance circle. You, you might want to move or you might get hit. I'll keep that in mind. Blade, everyone in your circle. Do you see how big you are? Persephone says, like, still a foot <laughs> off the ground looking up. You told me to dance. I try to dance. I am doing my best. And you're doing great. We're really proud of you. Swift blood. We appreciate the effort. Rehearsals again tonight. I will not do it again until I need to. No, if I understand the dance correctly, there's it, it used to be performed by six people, making three movements each. 
as long as we can do that, we can release the dark or the cool sun goddess. This before we can before the dragon even finds us. So we just got to get in. Be stealthy, boys. I know you two, Persephone, Marsephone. The two of you are excellent at stealthy. Might have to cover for us a bit, but you know, once we get inside, we find paint the mural. We release the Dark Sun Goddess, and we, you know, bada bing, bada boom. No dragon needs to be involved. Love that. Love that idea, Coach. I think that's great. I think I think that's the right play. I'll take Coach. Happen to return back with a dragon eye, and the dragon was taken care of. That I owe you. There is nothing. You can slay the dragon if you so wish, and you can take things off of the dragon's body, but I don't... I mean, maybe there is reward, but... Don't be too hasty. It would be very nice to have them. I I like the maybes. Yes, yes. If, you know, there's a good chance that many of you don't survive. So, you know, we we would be willing to compensate, especially any bodily harm or anything that you may lose or, you know, we appreciate it. And we would send our own people... But you see, this could spark a, a civil war. This, you know, you guys kind of like, do you have the term red shirt? Someone that is maybe expendable? You know, it, it, it might be best if we send you guys in. The IOU is sounding a lot better now. She, she just called us expendable. Yeah, and now, like, Persephone's looking at everyone like, the IOU sounded real nice. <laughs> don't, don't think about it too much. She is sending me, and I am... Fairly high-ranking within our own military. Uh, expendable is more so a term that we use to uh, say, well, if a warring tribe were to come and attack us, uh, it wouldn't spark an entire war. You guys could just die, and it would be discovery because killing me would be a great crime for them. Exactly. Cool. Thanks. Uh, that clarification really helped. Yeah, and makes me feel a lot better. Besides, if you were to be captured, there's a good chance they don't kill you immediately. You probably stand trial. Whereas if I was captured in their lands, then I would be killed. So yes. there is trade-offs on either side. And trial is a trial is a difficult thing. You know, the judge is a T-Rex, so it's it's kind of a trial by combat, so it, it can be a little bit rough. But you seem seem tough. We are tough. Only the tough survive in this world. So if we bring the dancing lizard to the, the painting before the dragon and we get out, we're good. If, if the dragon sees us and sees the dancing lizard, it's either A, going to start a civil war or B, we're going to go on trial and the T-Rex is a, and the, the judge is a, is a T-Rex you said? Yes. Well, I don't have any plans this weekend. So yeah, let's do that. It seems like a good opportunity to practice my skills. I'm in. Look, uh, Murph was your name. You have, uh, you're very sneaky, yes? That's like your whole thing? Yes. I don't understand how being spotted by a dragon would be any issue for you. You can just hide, right? So this wouldn't be hard for you at all. No, oh, no, I, I, oh boy, do I want you to know that I don't think it's going to be hard for me. I just, I don't want to either A, cause a civil war, or B, put you into combat in front of a T-Rex, when the only thing I know for sure you know how to do is dance really well. Mm. See, don't underestimate me. Like I said, I am fairly high-ranking in our military here. I think it would be wrong for you to consider me uh, incapable. Disposable high rank. (laughs) 
it, it's, you know, it's okay. You guys will have plenty of time to discuss this on the riverboat. Are we going on a riverboat? Do they have a casino? They, um, no. They no. have alcohol though, right? Yeah, they got, they probably got. I, is that your process? Entertainment? I, I thought, I, I would have thought that, you know, the pale flashbags are, are not particularly good with alcohol in system. I, Go for it. Oh, I was just going to say, I didn't know that you knew the name of my band, The Pale. Uh, the Pale, what did you say? The Flesh Pale Fleshbags. The Pale Fleshbags. That's the name of, that's the name of our band, actually. Uh, yeah, but he plays a mean harmonica. You uh, should, Seth, he's, Seth you plays should the washboard. Uh, Seth, I think we need to go uh, see our friend at the bar again real quick. The transcripts. And because I don't think this boat is going to have any alcohol on it. Yeah, tra- the Murph, transcripts you- will be right back. Yeah, really important. Wait, Murph, 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 you, you play you play instruments? You play in a band? Uh, yeah, the uh, the, the, the stupid fleshbags or whatever uh, she said. <laughs> oh, interesting. And, and Zero pulls out a pan flute and immediately begins playing just to be like, do you want to play with me? Sort of thing. And immediately starts playing that. Well, she is playing this pan flute extremely well. Uh, so Murph has like a completely newfound uh, respect for this individual who is playing the pan flute so beautifully. Uh, he doesn't have any instruments on him. Uh, so he is just going to try to uh, sing along with you and tell what he's going to try to do is use the song to tell a story of one of the party's exploits that like where they were like victorious against like a big beast so that yeah and while yeah while i'm doing this my my sister is shoving alcohol from behind the bar uh into her 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 bags um but yeah i'm gonna sing along with you and uh do you need a performance check yeah both of you please give me performance checks okay i got a 27 um i have a uh hold on a 17 God, what even are these roles? <laughs> I'm proficient in pan Threes and fours. Yeah. <laughs> Persephone, um, give me a sleight of hand check with advantage. <laughs> a 39. The bartender oh. not won. <laughs> oh, shit. We own the bar now. We, I think we own the bar. Did I, think- I like, did I get the alcohol and then just happen to grab the deed? The deed. The deed. <laughs> Absolutely. You've stolen the deed. <laughs> oh, I'll take that as the IOU. I, I think when you beat a roll by 38, that, <laughs> that's the outcome. It's hot in here, guys. Just get all the booze in my my bags. Val has absolutely no idea what you guys are up to, but just seeing this continue and... Seeing the twin, uh, like, being into the song, he's just assuming shenanigans are uh, <laughs> happening. She's going to be like, lovely, absolutely lovely. But you know the old saying, nothing gets done until you get started. So perhaps it is best we get off. Yeah, yeah, let's get out of here. Don't, don't, don't say that, Murph. <laughs> I think that's a, a jolly good plan there. Let's, let's get going. Um, and I'm just going to kind of cut scene us. Uh, to a riverboat heading down and you guys been briefed a little bit more in the details. This dragon has taken up residency in the temple where the sun goddess once lived. Um, he's become pretty erratic and doesn't really come out that much anymore, except for 
once a month for a, a monthly sacrifice um, in his honor, where he usually eats the sacrifice. It's a big ordeal. So you've tried to time your entrance when he is outside. Uh, this river flows down right to the foot of the um, of the temple. It kind of hits the side and wraps around the front. Um, but you've been briefed that there is an underwater entrance. Now, the underwater entrance is a little ways away um, from where you guys would most likely need to stash the boat um, because it is kind of clear out in front of the temple. You guys may be able to sneak around back. I'll describe the temple more when we get there. But, you know, for now, we'll, we'll say you guys are traveling down the river barge. Definitely enough time for a long rest this, in between this cutscene, so you guys can reheal your three and four points of damage that I've, I've taken from you. Um, does anybody want to do anything while traveling down the river barge? Any conversations people want to have with their, uh, their teammates? Murph just wants to... Uh... Talk to Zira. So where did you uh, learn to play the pan flute like that? Uh, I've spent a lot of time out in, uh, in, out in the jungles and in the woods, and it has been a big part of uh, uh, the time I've spent out there. It's mostly just if I'm out in nature, I want to try and play. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Can you, can you start playing again? It was just so beautiful, and I'd, I'd, I'd really love to hear it again. I, uh, I certainly can. And she begins playing again. Um, uh, even better than the previous time. Like, it's it's sounding really good. Uh, Murph is going to uh, put uh, a tip jar down in front of uh, Zira. Uh, and he's just going to kind of go around and, and tell people, like, oh, there's a there's a pan flute performer on the back deck. You have to go see them. Uh, it's, it's incredible. And uh, every once in a while, as he's uh, perusing about the boat, he'll pass by the tip jar and just pocket whatever's in there and then keep walking. Is it not? Is it just us or is there other people? Zero, though, too, would occasionally pull from the tip jar. She's not that dumb. She would also be like, okay, while he's around back, I'm going to be pulling from whatever whatever's in there as well. So I, I'm picturing it's mainly just you guys, but maybe maybe Val comes by or like, you know, uh, Ladrian or something like it sees the tip jar out there and is like, oh, well, you know, to be polite, like, let me put something in there. Of Oh, no, absolutely. Vel does not like understand a ton of social cues while he does try to be generally considerate. He'll see the tip jar and will absolutely be like, oh, a performance. Thank you. Oh, let's see. And like toss some money in probably like a couple silver, like five or so. I was just laughing at the fact that you're stealing money from the party, essentially, since we don't have anyone else contributing to the tip jar. To be fair, I love the fact that, like, Vel knows the antics that <laughs> Murph and Seth get into, and he's seen Murph walk around with the tip jar and being like, oh, yes, yes, and he's... <laughs> I love this. The tip jar's staying there, isn't it? Like, it's staying down in front of... Yeah, the tip Zero. jar is in front of you, and oh, I'm just going around. Oh, you said you were walking around at some point. I'm, I'm walking around, like... You encouraging people like go check out this pan flute performance from the dancing lizard (laughs) can i give can i get a persuasion check because everyone in the party kind of knows your antics but they might not know lizard folk uh customs to know if this is just like her asking for money uh you're asking for a persuasion check for me yes okay uh i do want you to know i have a plus 13 to persuasion dear god 
I don't uh, imagine above a plus 10. Jeez. So that's going to be a 25. I did nothing but feats, and a lot of feats give you crazy yeah. uh, uh, ability improvements. So I got a, uh, I got a 25 on my uh, persuasion. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Seal definitely goes and, like, you know, thinks it's customary, um, and this might just be a tribal thing. And so he's, like, you know, each time he walks by, he's putting in a gold or two and just, you know, oh, that's very good play in there. When uh, CL is putting in money, Velbeek, a just contribution. Very generous. I walk up as well and I say, Zira, I do not know much about music or culture or arts, but I can see you are very skilled and I appreciate that. And I drop in a few silver. Thank you very much for your contributions. And uh, I seem to be making a great profit today. As she like pulls some out of the jar, whether or not he is there to like put in her pocket, whether or not Murph's there. Persephone's gonna be like walking over to Adrian and just lean over at some point. How tall are you by the way? Uh, not very, I'm about three feet tall. Okay, so then I lean in head to head. <laughs> okay. And just, so with those dance moves of yours, you could probably turn a bit of a profit too if you added some to the music. Uh, yeah, you're, I, I suppose you're right. Uh, and it's settled, and she kind of like pushes you forward. <laughs> uh, I'll take a quick like flutter to kind of propel myself as well, um, and uh, begin to dance to the lovely pan flute music, um, and also drop in a couple gold myself. Man, I'm so sad that you guys are in this one shot. Because I wanted to do another one shot. Um, it's going to be an oops only bards uh, for a flashback to one of our bards in bard college. Oh. Just be shenanigans. <laughs> Call me. Find my digits though. Call me. You guys have just embraced the music and the dancing. Uh, and for my uh, my performance, I got a non-natural 20. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Um, I do just love it though, because I'm I'm literally picturing there's like maybe one or two other lizard folk on this, like helping steer it, and then it's like just the party, but yet they feel obligated, like definitely Val and Seal, uh, to like keep going and like putting in gold because people are performing, and there's a tip jar, and it's just what you do to be polite. That is what you do to be polite. We've got a very captive audience. <laughs> Amazing. I am experiencing feelings that I have never experienced before. The music's just starting to move me to tears, the combination of, of the pan flute and the dancing, and I'm just kind of overcome. I've never really had this feeling before. I give Ladrian a couple couple gold as well. Uh, you like this dance, Swiftblade? It, it, I mean, it, you inspired it, so. <laughs> you know, I don't see dance moves like that in the battlefield. Ship it, ship it, ship it. <laughs> <laughs> a giant and an owl. <laughs> a giant and a three-foot owl. They they, they'll, they'll literally level each other out. <laughs> I pull out my arm at like a perch so that he can fly up to it so I can actually look him in the eye and I just say, Ladrian, I normally don't like you very much because you use magic and I think magic is essentially just a lie, but I like your dancing. You have redeemed yourself in my eyes a little bit. Uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, shoo him away. <laughs> uh, while this is going on, uh, Sale's going to kind of motion Val to the side. Um, and he's just, just going to say, Val, 
I'm not the young man that I once was. This is probably going to be my last mission. I need you to look after these folks. Take care of them when I'm gone. I think, you, I think you're the man for the job. You got the intellect, the smarts. I want you to take point on this. Well, th- that's, that is quite the honor you have privileged me with. Um, although I fear your faith in me is uh, perhaps misplaced, but I shall do the best I can with it. Oh, it's not misplaced. I knew when I met you. I was a smart man. I couldn't figure out that case. You figured that one out right away. You can definitely lead these folks. Keep an eye on the twins. They're a bit chaotic, but they'll bring joy to your life. Swiftblade, he's going to need a leader. He's a strong sword, but not um not the brightest of bulbs. Ah, keep an eye on the young one. Owlin, Ladrian. Eh, who knows? Maybe you can get hit the lizard to take my place or join the team in my stead. Those are well. the dance moves. <laughs> I shall certainly do my best, and don't worry yourself about that case. Honestly, perhaps you were not born with your face pressed against the dirt as I was, so how could you be expected to know the way the bugs and roaches wriggle? And besides, the information you provided me with was so thorough, it surely would have resulted in the death of the young ones if you had not worked so hard, and I shall take this mantle for the prestige and the the effect it will have. Good. I'm, gl- I'm glad you'll t- take an eye on, on them. Ever since I lost my legs, these, these you know, Warforged legs are doing fine, but I need to rest. I can't be, can't be out here as much. Um, and I forgot to mention that when describing characters, it was in the backstory page I sent you guys, but he lost his legs in the war, got Warforged legs, Powered by dragon shards. Probably an important detail Play that'll Murphy come and up. Steph don't care and swapped them. Yeah, yeah. Every, like, once a night, we take one of his legs and, like, just move it a few inches or, like, put it across the room. I just imagine that we were singing, like, you put your right foot in, you put your right foot out, you put your left foot I'm now just picturing, like, completely mechanical legs with, like, you know, spindles to, like, maybe make one a little longer or shorter, you know, like, adjustable. Or like maybe even you can take the toes off and so you put like both big toes on one foot and just just having a grand old time. That's awesome. Absolutely. Canonically, the Hokey Pokey was invented by the twins from this mission specifically. (laughs) Yes, it was. And thank you for recognizing the creators of such an important cultural institution here in this world that we live in. Little do people know, but this whole group eventually becomes like the band that made that song famous, and it's just Zira playing the hand flute. The pale flesh bags. The pale flesh bags. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Hey, have we successfully uh, derailed your campaign or? (laughs) You guys are actually right on schedule. Also, oh, has it been three hours since we first <laughs> met Zira? Because I just need to know the reasons. Uh, yes, definitely been three hours. Probably probably longer. <laughs> and I'm going to say that you guys have kind of gotten to the point where, hey, you guys kind of need to ditch this boat um, or else the current's going to take you in clear line sight of um, the black scale lizard folk tribe that is, are performing sacrifices to the dragon. He's yet to come out of his temple, but um, you know they're, they're gearing up. They're setting up for these uh, this sacrifice day. You know they're building the wood spire. They've got some some. Uh, well, I should say the Quabara is a very jungly region, so you don't have many cows or whatnot. Um, but they have a Stagosaurus, and um, feels. Bit mean to sacrifice a Stagosaurus, but 
the the jungle is full of dinosaurs, basically. So that's that's what they get. So where does Persephone yeet herself off to? Yeah, where? How do we? <laughs> yeah, I think I would be the most uh, stealthy in the water as opposed to out of it because of my size. So I don't know if I'm better off swimming and trying to sneak up. Yeah. Somehow that you, way. You dip one toe in, and that's going to be a cannonball. <laughs> I could. Ooh, lost my camera. <laughs> Zira, Zira comes forward with a bit of fabric as well and um, is like, if you would like, um, I can make disguises as needed for our friends here so that perhaps maybe we don't look so intimidating to, the, uh, to these, black, uh, the, these worshippers of the Black Dragon. Belle, already looking a little sickly, will, well, I assure you I am nothing that could be perceived as intimidating. I think I am intimidating, regardless of garments. Perhaps intimidating was the wrong word. Perhaps I can just make a disguise for you so they do are, they are not so interested in killing you or making you fight a T-Rex or sacrificing you yourself to the Black Dragon. Well, with that clarification, I, I think that is a good idea. Okay, um, are there any people or things that are like just frequently around the area that wouldn't cause that wouldn't spark any sort of anything not necessarily um and let me I sh- okay. I, maybe i should describe the area i you guys are just having so much fun i, I as a dm just kind of let you guys roll with things i forget when i need to insert myself um hi sashi hi princess that's my doggo so uh just picture kind of like a straight river on the left-hand side, kind of opens out to a field. On the right-hand side, you've got maybe a little bit more densely wooded area. Um, and like straight dead ahead is it, think of more of like an Aztec pyramid where it like goes up and then levels, not like a straight Egyptian pyramid. Um, and the river curves around the front of this temple. And then you would presume just keeps going. So kind of like straight little sea around, then straight on the other side. Um, and, and what you've been told thus far is aside from the front entrance, you know that there is an underwater entrance where if you were to swim, you could you could get there. There may also be back entrances. I'm, you know, throwing that one out there for consideration, but that's that's at least what you guys know of the temple. As far as people, there really are only usually lizard folks at this um area it's kind of a sacred spot trespassers not necessarily welcome there are some dragonborn monks who reside within the temple they came with the black dragon and they stick around um so there there are some of those those guys in there but yeah it's it's pretty much just lizard folks the occasional lizard folk half lizard folk half dragonborn you know intermingling happens um they but yeah that not too many humans or pale flesh bags. Are there like giant sort of alligator type things that would live in the river? Mm, to make it unsafe to swim in? Well, what about this back, like the back entrance? Is that something though that we have to swim to or can we ride the boat to? You could not ride the boat to it. The boat would get seen. You could try to stealth through the jungle with any potential dinosaur uh, combatants or, um, mm-hmm. you know, friendlies. Just just laying out options. Also, just a party question. So for those who we've all been traveling together for a while, we wouldn't know who's the least stealthy of this group. So do we know 
all we'd worry about besides Swiftblade. Is there anybody else who has not been sneaky in the past? You you would know for sure that Vel is not particularly good at hiding from uh from foes, <laughs> but he is very good at positioning himself a far distance from them in battle. <laughs> okay, okay. You would know that Ladrian is all right at hiding, but not nearly as good as the twins are. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, um, as a group, do we want, you think, to try and go, like, the underwater entrance route or the jungle route? Persephone would look at Swiftblade or Val. I don't. <laughs> Both of us. I am decent with athletics, and I can also hold my own against the dinosaurs in the forest, so I think I would be the most sneaky if we swim, but... I can make it work if we need to go around. Well, I am not the best swimmer. I do have the ability to uh, move myself with magic, so perhaps that could be beneficial if everyone else is good at swimming. Can birds swim? Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of getting my feathers soaked. Like, a, a nice rain shower is good, but... Like a duck. Um, perhaps Swiftblade. I have, I have a small idea. I want to make you a disguise, but I want to disguise you as like a crocodile. I want to try and like keep you a, give you a little stick that impersonates the head, and then you can like breathe through it as well, and like see little eyes, and perhaps on your back, simulating the spikes of the crocodile, you could have your little uh, owl friends. Stay on your back and remain hidden with you as you go up the river in this Amazing. That could work. Do we have time for this? The dragon is not yet out. It's shorter than trying to go around and find the back entrance. DM question, just quickly, because you said that we were, like, closing in on an area. Yeah. Realistically, how much time do we? So you can you can beach the boat while it's still before the before the opening. Um, and yeah. kind of have an unlimited amount of time. Oh, thank you. Is the idea that the dragon needs to come out so we can sneak in and find the portrait? Was that the is that the thing? Is that why we want him out? Or no? Yes, more or less. I mean, may, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to influence what you guys do. If you guys want to just walk in there and say, hey, knock, knock, dragon. It's us, motherfucker. Go for it. Perhaps we could put uh, Zell in the disguise too, or if we go with the alligator disguise and it's just a big one and they... Or you guys can be super sneaky, and me and Murph over here can have some pl- have some fun playing hide and go seek. We are very good at that. It's like my favorite. How game. does playing a game help with us getting this mission done? We can be the distraction. Yeah, we can we can sneak in and we can cause chaos. Fun chaos. We fun. can cause fun. Fun. And then the dragon will come out, and then we'll take care of. All the folks around us who are getting distracted, yeah. you all go in, do a little dance, you know, make sure I can see it because I'd love to. And then we go from there. Additionally, though, we need six people for the dance. And if you're not there, we only had four. I, I'm not good at math, but that seems to check out. Uh, that's fair. Was Steel planning on coming with us? Yes, he is planning on coming with you guys. I will also say, technically... The, the way I just have this pictured as far as how the dance works is that there's 18 movements, six people doing three movements. If four of you do it, you just have to do more movements. More day. Okay. That's what yes. I, okay. Ah, yes. I like that. Okay. Okay. So it's more movements, not people. 
Yes. Yeah. So should we end up in a situation where the dragon is charging you guys? You guys might have to split off. Like, hey, half of you do do a dance and half of you, you know, fight a dragon. I can take the dragon. Don't worry, guys. (laughs) Personally, I I think I am best off facing the dragon, but... I don't know about that swift blade. I think I think Blade. you were really big asset on the dance floor, and I think you should remember that. I did do a pretty good job, if I recall. You are you are a multi talented yes. individual. Do not yes. pigeonhole yourself. And you can hold two roles because you are that valuable. You can be the dancer. You can be the bouncer. Use that blade, dance the enemies away. You got this. <sighs> okay. So y'all y'all wanna go try to distract the dragon by yourself? Is that plan first would be helpful? Yeah, that like that would be fun. Coach, yeah. what are we doing? Uh Seal just kinda looks over at Val and says, Listen, Tame. I think it's time that uh Val took over the lead. He'd hear. I'm uh gonna gonna let let him take charge and I'm along for the ride. So suddenly, I, I, well, um, this, I'm not prepared. Uh, what, let's take a group poll. What do we think is the best approach? So we've all been talking about distracting the dragon while doing the dance. I think the dragon is already distracted and that is part of it. Um, we are going in during the sacrifice so that it will already have that distraction. I'm not sure splitting up the Party, our team is the best uh, answer, especially considering the dangers we might face inside the temple still. Oh, yes. My, my apologies. I must have uh, misunderstood. I, uh, Val, I, I appreciate the attempt to democratize this process, but, like, we're mostly kind of used to just, like, coach saying something and then we go do it. And that usually works out really well. So if you just want to, like, tell me what to go steal or what to go blow up. I think that's going to be the most helpful for me as an individual. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine I also mm-hmm. speak for Seth. Uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but like, I don't, I'm, I, I've, I've never, I, I've never been paid to think here. I'm just paid to do stuff. So just, uh, fair enough. I guess my technical role is advisor. So, uh, Legriel, I, I do apologize. I swear I will have your uh, my unseen servant dry you off afterwards, but I do think the underwater path is uh, probably the easiest for us to avoid getting seen. All right. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, if a seal puts you in charge, I, uh, I trust the judgment, and we'll, we can do that. I want to be a crocodile. So basically, Vel will start trying to path out and plan a way to the uh, underwater passage that he had been informed about. Yeah, give me an intelligence check. Actually, no, survival. We'll say survival. This feels survivally. That's going to be a 11. Okay. So Vel's, Vel's not particularly great at survival, um, but Vel knows one thing. Being underwater for as long of a distance as need be would take a about a minute and a half. Um, I did spend some time Googling how long you'd have to hold your breath or what, how long characters can hold their breath underwater. And it is one or it's one minute plus your constitution modifier. So uh, Vel, what was that constitution modifier that we were discussing pregame? Not great. <laughs> Even for me, Nate, I have like giant lungs. I should be able to hold my breath longer. What's your constitution modifier? Logic. 
three. It also it also would take you a lot to swim. Yeah, That's but you, you can hold your breath That's underwater fair. for four minutes. Yeah. Oh, it's three minutes. Okay, I was thinking you meant yeah. seconds. I was like, that doesn't really help. No, okay. No, no, no. But at the same time, I'm <laughs> also I'm also trying to make the 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 straws that we can breathe through in the in the crocodile disguises. I think Sarah's idea is that like I would be swimming like, you know, flat on top of the water with this costume that makes me look like a crocodile. So anyone who can't swim is on my back and I can breathe through the straws. So I don't have to hold my breath the whole time. It's more of a sneaky deception. Is that right? Is that, was that your idea? That's, that's accurate. That is accurate. So we're just going to sit on you like a boat? Well, you yeah. can sneak around a different way if you want to, but Ladrian, I don't think, is uh, going to do well on the on the land or the water. <laughs> He's not very sneaky. I've got a constitution modifier of two, though, so I can hold my breath for three minutes. Okay. How stealthy are we underwater? Like, will they be able to see us if we're swimming underwater? So it's it's a pretty deep stream. Um, I'm not quite picturing the Mississippi as far as like a big river, but like it's it's deep. We'll say you can probably dive down, you know, 20, 30 feet. Um, Definitely far enough to be unseen in this murkier uh, area. Okay, well, if we don't need disguises, then... Yeah, I guess if I don't need one, then. Like, I have a high athletics, but I have a disadvantage on stealth. That's why I'm trying to find a way to get in that I am not having to be super sneaky. But you obviously, if you are sneaky, then if you have a different way you want to get in, that's cool. Just trying uh, to not be caught with my 300-pound body. So, yeah, Vel, do you want us going on the river? Do you want us going in the fort? Because, like, we're, we're sneaky. We're going to sneak past whoever we need to. I guess that's fair. Perhaps we could play to that advantage. I wasn't realizing now that I'm pathing out how far of a swim this really is. Perhaps we could have a, a group sit back just slightly as we sneak through the forest and have you sneak ahead and, and path us through, maybe giving us uh, a, an edge on stealth for those of us who are less capable. Uh, so you, you want us to go scout, us go on land, scout the river and feed information back to you all. Yes, just a short distance, a couple, you know, within a couple feet, maybe a hundred, just to make sure that we know exactly what we're doing, can perhaps stay above water as long as possible. I'm going to go ahead and, as a ritual, cast telepathic bond on all of us so we can communicate for the next, I believe it's an hour. Question for the DM. Um, how well do I personally know the area? Your tribe was basically priests towards the old sun or the cold sun god at us. Um, so you guys have kind of been on the outs since the dragon came for the past 5,000 years or so. Um, so you've definitely been here for sacrifices and like large full lizard folk um, community meetings, uh, as it were. But maybe not the best. You you probably haven't gone around the backside a ton. There's kind of a clearing and opening to the opening of the temple, but not not too much exploration. Sounds good. So is new plan to walk around, like no, don't swim, go around and walk, try to find a back entrance. Is that the new plan? And you two scouting ahead. I'm definitely open to that. I was more so suggesting that they scout ahead to see how far we can swim above water and use the uh, mm. crocodile disguise before we would want to dive deeper. Well, I don't think uh, I don't think that we need to be above water for very long at all. I think uh, 
given how far out we are, we can swim in fairly easily from here, unless uh, you are not great at holding your breath. Unfortunately, I am not. But I can burn spells to increase my movement if necessary. So we, we should be okay. I'm just hoping to decrease the usage of those spells if possible. Again, I can try and make you a disguise that includes a little breathing straw, and it might be helpful for you, um, considering your lack of fortitude. That will be incredibly useful. Uh, excellent. What would you like me to roll to make this crocodile disguise for him? Not a, It's not like a spell or like a disguise or something. No, I am literally, like, I am using my disguise kit to help make a disguise for him to be a crocodile. Like, with fabric and, like, a stick holding up a head type thing and, like, breathing through, knowing stuff. Um, <laughs> I will give you the options of performance, survival, and uh, sleight of hand. Because stitching, okay. making something, and I, I don't know. It's, yeah, okay. It's, yeah. Um, ooh, that was not that great. Um, that was a 12. All right. You're not, you're not feeling Question. the most confident. Question two, because this will take some time. Is it Murph and Seth who are going? Who's been nominated to go scope out the area while it's being made? Vel was nominating the twins. Okay. Also, are there just regular owls in this forest? (laughs) Not too much. You're just a really big owl. (laughs) I would not say that owls are particularly common to this land, uh, as it is more of a jungle. Um, I don't know of any owl jungles. Jungle Owls? Band name. Another band name. Jungle Owls. Jungle Owls. That's our side project. (laughs) Okay, so twins are scouting head on land. I think I'm going to swim since I can hold my breath as long as I need to. Ladrian is TBD. I was also going to swim. I think the plan is we all swim after, like, the twins check out, like, the banks of the river. Okay. Yeah, so as far as I'm aware, it sounds like basically everybody can make it pretty easily but me. Okay. I think the disguise is more just to get you close enough before you can go fully underwater and swim closer. Right, so uh, basically I'm waiting for the twins to come back with information about how close people are to see how many feet I can make above water in the disguise using, I don't know, some kind of intelligence or wisdom check to see how close I think I can get. Are you, are, like, do we know you're a smart individual? Yeah. I would assume so. Vel tries to portray himself as intelligent, at least. We've known Maybe, him for a while. It, like, I don't know. And if it's metagame, toss it. But there's also the option of, like, swimming, and then you know when you go upside down and you literally just put your mouth above water and you take a <laughs> yeah. tiny breath and you go back down? Like, you would just have to be a little for that. That's yeah. Super I think that's definitely, like, the idea of the, uh, the costume as well is just to see how close I can get doing that sneaky play without risking being seen. Well, I guess, well, you're not coach. Phil, uh, I think I'll like the assistant coach, the associate head coach. Associate. Associate. That's a really long nickname. Assistant to the head coach. Hey, Chief, uh, it's time to get, it's probably, we should get going, huh? So do you want me and Seth to go? Go check that out and, and help you float closer. That, that would be lovely. 
I do appreciate it. And if there's any trouble, feel free to just abandon it and I can just burn spell slots to get through. Any trouble at all? What if it's trouble that we can, like, very easily mitigate? Uh, Yes, use your judgment. You decide what is the best, you know, min-max of your your utility. Doing, like, breathing exercises to get used to. Is, like, hanging on the side of the boat. (laughs) Oh, uh... Yeah, uh, Murph is going to try to do uh, a front flip off of the boat uh, on his way out. Performance check. Check was a stealth check. Uh, 21. Nice. Nice. I have not rolled under a 10, and I know I just jinxed myself, but like. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Seth is calmly going into the water from the side of the boat. Because somebody's <laughs> got to play older siblings. Yeah, I guess, can I, since I can hold my breath the whole way, should I just, like, go ahead and go? Like, me and Ladrian, who can go all the way? Or should we wait for them to scope out stuff? The whole point of us going is to sneak around the area. Yeah, and, like, check try out. Try to scope it out to see where yeah. we can go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Seth and Murph, give me uh, stealth checks as you guys move swiftly yeah. through the forest to try to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I will. Oh, that is a 13. Rolled under a 10 Bro. there. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, You said under a 13? No, I rolled I rolled a 13 total. Do you have reliable talent? Yeah. You're not proficient in stealth, are you? Uh, no. Is, is your dex <laughs> not maxed? No, it is. is it, yeah. Okay, then the lowest you can roll is like a 15. Well, that's if he... If he has um, stealth as proficient. Yeah, no. Oh. I... Yeah, you don't? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, I got a 32. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just picturing this. You guys are trying to move through the jungle. Yeah. And Seth is like, it, it's almost a thing of beauty to watch Seth just, you know, kind of gl- gracefully glide. And Murph says, fuck this. I think it'd be really cool to swing from trees. Um, because there's all of these vines. So he like kind of scurries up a tree, grabs a vine and like swings and gets like mid swing. It snaps and he just like falls through all of these branches, just making like a huge rustling. And, you know, out of the trees flies like a whole family of cankus. The second I hear the <laughs> and he falls to the ground, I'm literally tackling him into a bush. <laughs> you are just jealous. Because you can't do a backflip. If you could do a backflip, you wouldn't be so testy right now. Maybe we'd be alive. Just trying to listen to see if I hear anything. Give me a perception check. Both of us? Yes. Okay. Uh, I God, I'm so, so not proficient. Uh, that's a two. <laughs> Yikes. How am I carrying this twinsing team? That was a 22, <laughs> sir. Can you... I'm trying to listen. Do we hear what's going on? Or specifically, do I hear what's going yes. on? Yes, you guys absolutely have heard this <laughs> This kerplunk. You've seen the cankus fly off. Um, and, and, you know, from your vantage point, kind of hidden where you've, like, beached the boat, you guys can kind of see the black-scale lizard tribes um, starting to send people to the river's edge, uh, and even a couple of them, like, getting ready to cross and, like, start exploring the forest. Uh-oh. <laughs> I knew that's the, the, I knew those twins would be the first to die. 
gonna go ahead and take to a tree. People. Bell's response will be to basically turn to everybody else who seemed quite capable and be like, well, it, it appears that the stealth has not quite gone as planned. I Perhaps you should start swimming, and I will do the same. I think the twins will follow. Yeah, I'm going to take a, a deep breath because it seems like, the yeah, we can't really sneak around at this point. So I'm just going to try to swim all the way to the door, and hopefully everyone that's coming to investigate is coming the other direction. So I'm kind of picturing I'm going this way, and they're all coming this way towards the sound. There's, there's like a idea. forward and they're like going across. So as long as you swim low, you should be yeah. able to go go underneath. Seeing how this isn't working, Zira is going to like nod at the idea and then also just start sneaking towards where the twins are. I'm just going to use the telepathic bond to let the ch- uh, twins know, hey, we're, we got it. We're going to swim now. Yeah. OK. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll take care of stuff over here. It, are we good? Have you guys seen anything? Oh, yeah, they're definitely on the way. I rolled a 23 for stealth, by the way, to sneak up, trying to go after the twins. Nice. Can you see us? I could hear where you were. Yeah, but I'm I'm asking because, like, I also want to know if the other, like, if she can see us and she wasn't near us. Like, they're, like I don't know if anybody else can see us in the bush. So I know you tackled him into the bush. Yeah. I also know that Zira has an insane perception. So Zira, why don't you just give me a perception check? You heard where they fell, but let's see if you can find them. Pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. You definitely found them. I'm disappointed because none of my dancing will be on the podcast. That's true. No, no arm flaps. That's just for us. That's just for the crew. Yeah. That's a a BTS exclusive. Hey, listen, if dreaming about taking improv classes has taught me anything, it's that to make people comfortable, you have to make them dance. So that was that was nice. the goal was to get people dancing. Uh, I, d- I do think if you if you go to the go classes, to class. <laughs> you'll maybe feel different. But, you know, are you saying that's not the first thing that you learn? Uh, literally, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> No, the the only rule is you can't say no. So that's the first thing you learn. Yes, and. Yes, and dance. There you go. Perfect. Yes, and song. You're, you're crushing it. You're, you're level five Second City already. Boom. I'm going to get on the giggle ship or whatever that is with my boy Todd. And then Bojack will come save us and it'll all be better. Maybe we should get back into it. All right. You feeling those vibes? Yeah, all right. I would say... The biggest issue we're running into with jumping back into is I was just looking it up. I don't know if you you can correct this as the DM. I have 30 seconds with my negative modifier. Yeah. So I was running some math and I have like 180 feet I need to make up if I want to make it there before I pass out. Uh, so I will be casting Far Step to get there in time. What does Far Step do? So far step allows you to teleport 60 feet to an unoccupied space uh, you can see on each of your turns as a bonus action. So I will just be zoop, zoop, zooping ahead (laughs) to like keep up with the crew and make it there as quickly as possible. Are you staying above water while you zoop, zoop, zoop ahead? Uh, No, I would be staying underwater. How, How well can you see underwater? Yeah, you can in that murky water. Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll see how far you'll let me get extra space. Do you want me to roll a perception? Yeah, at disadvantage. 
I'm gonna die. Um, that's a nat one with the disadvantage. Oh no. Oh no. Alright, so you open your your eyes underwater and you can't see anything. Shoot. So I've burnt far step and I jump into the water very confidently and then realize that I am not able to gain any extra distance from this, which leaves me roughly, as you we were saying, about 180 feet when I start to hit my 30 seconds limit from the entrance. I love it. Uh, Murph and Seth, can um, I guess? Go ahead. What, what are you guys doing as as the lizard folk are, are starting to cross the river to come to you? They don't quite know exactly where you are. They heard the sound and they've gone to the general area of the sound, but they don't they don't quite see you yet. Yeah. Um, Murph is going to drop to the ground. Chris, you're muted. Uh, oh, okay. I'm being stealthy. Sorry. I apologize. Uh, Murph is going to drop to the ground uh, and try to hide. And he is also uh, going to pull out his uh, blow dart blower. Um, so uh, you see that Murph pulls out this long green tube uh, that has gold casing on either end of it. Uh, and you see that he loads a, uh, a dart into it and uh, on the ground uh, hidden as, as much as he can be, he brings it to his mouth and is looking at the lizard folk as they walk up. Is Persephone hidden? Yeah, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get Murph to like, let's keep going. Okay. And, Zero. As you're signaling to him, Zero, Zero arrives. Yeah, so Zira arrives behind. Uh, I rolled a twenty-three on stealth. I don't know if they would know that I'm there. Yeah, I can't. I can't be snuck up on. Oh yeah, I don't think I can. You would. You would know. Sorry, the lizard folk would not know. Yeah, the lizard folk would not know. Okay, she is going to reach out and touch Murph and be like, just whisper to him very, very softly. I can turn into gas. Just let me turn you into gas. They can't see gas. Did you say turn me into gas? Yeah, don't worry, it'll wear off. Don't turn me into no, gas. No, we can keep sneaking. Don't turn me into gas. He can't sneak. He's like about as fuck. Please, he's about as fuck. I love you, Ben Flutes. Please don't turn me into gas. This is great. Let's all just keep sneaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I'm i going to follow <laughs> Seth uh, trying to, to avoid being turned into gas. Yeah. And I'm going to hold... The whole time I'm following Seth, I have my blow dart perched. Give me stealth rolls. Okay. 25. Cocked. Uh, that is going to be 15. 31. Two of you are moving through this pretty pain-free. Um, the other one is, is starting to brush some stuff aside, and the lizard folk are hearing it and turning and following your uh, direction. Can I see, can I see how many there are and and how far away from us they are? Yeah, there's like four of them, uh, and they're about thirty feet away. And they can't see us, but they're aware of the noise I'm making. Yes, they're they're following the direction. It's pretty dense brush. Murph's not moving. Murph's Murph's on the ground, just staying still as much as he can. Hey, what? Zira, how do you fight? Or do you what do you what weapon do? Listen, can I have one of your scales? That's gonna hurt. 
It's 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 a pinprick, I promise. I just need one of your scales. You ever had your scales blow them off? It is not a pinprick. Is there anything on your body that might have your lizard folk DNA in it that I can have? Like looks very like annoyed at this whole thing and sort of like reaches down um and then is like listen listen just and he's gonna pull out a little vial uh and he's gonna hold in front of me he goes i'm i'm sorry just can you can you spit in this okay while you talking because they are approaching as this is happening per, like Persephone is like what the fuck and is just gonna cast silent image right in front of the four and have it immediately start walk like a silent image of another lizard and have it start walking the other way mm, okay okay um I know this isn't traditional but mm-hmm. just give me a performance check to yep. just yeah they're just walking up uh, please be what I think it is. And it is nat 20 plus four. All right. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of see the other lizard folk. Yeah, all right, lizard folk. And just go back the other way. And Persephone's just going to look at you guys. Yeah, yeah I was. No, listen. If you, okay. You stop, you stop bumping into shit. Just you know? turn him into gas. No, no, no. How am I babysitting two people right now? You're no, not no, babysitting no. me. We're the same age. You're, you're not my babysitter. Mom and left. We didn't even plan for you. We didn't even know you were coming. So all of us, just try keep going. God, do not knock anything over. If you knock one more fucking leaf, I will turn you invisible again. Can we please walk? I'm so sorry about my sister. She's really insecure. She gets this way. She's going to grab your arm. <laughs> I'm so sorry about my sister. And as, you as you're... the reason we are in this mess. I understand. If you give me... And he's being dragged. <laughs> if you give me some of your spit, I can look like a lizard person. Oh, my God. And we're just... Yeah, with... I mean, I, I think we're just going to keep hiding and having this... <laughs> Tiff. It's just stealth check after stealth check after <laughs> Marsephony failure. <laughs> a 15 is not a failure. You, we were supposed to be sneaking. You said, I'm going to do a front flip off of the boat. <laughs> I love the fact that as soon as you say, I haven't rolled below a 10 today, you're next. And I said, I, j- I just jinxed myself. I said <laughs> yeah. It. And I was right. So... And I was right. That's Jungle Crew. <laughs> uh, swimming crew. Swimming crew. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Swiftblade, and I don't know why, Devin, I can't remember your character's name. Ladrian. Ladrian uh, are, are swimming along just fine. Uh, also, Seal's swimming along just fine. Uh, Vel is... Um, it might be tapping out soon, unless uh, unless Vel can think of something. What what's going on? What's going through your head? Vel noticing that he cannot like teleport as he anticipated, uh, is starting to look for an emergency surface at risk of perhaps being seen. <laughs> uh, Ladrian, Swiftblade, you're seeing that Vel is um. Well, maybe you're not seeing, but you're like hearing in the water. Oh, we have telepathic, right? Oh yeah. 
How does that work? Does that mean that only Devin can communicate with the rest of us? No, we can or all communicate all each together, other? like mentally. Okay, so I'm I'm assuming I'm still underwater, right? During this, I've jumped in, and yes. started swimming, so I can kind of feel like the waves of the water kind of moving around in a way I wasn't expecting. So I'm just gonna say. Hey, is uh, everything everything okay up there? Are you, you doing all right? This had not gone quite as anticipated. If I go unconscious, do you think you could take me the rest of the way? I'll, I'll come get you. So I start swimming up uh, towards the surface, kind of where I, I think he is. Can I, can I tell where he is? Do I need to do a... Yeah, you can, you can kind of tell where he is. Tell where he is. All right. Kind of like shake him and, and using the telepathic... Yeah, I've got I've got 120 feet of dark vision. Can I see him in the water? In the water? It, it's not necessarily dark. It's just like muddy, murky water. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna assume I go up and uh, I kind of see that he's in and out of consciousness, <laughs> struggling to stay uh, awake, <laughs> and I yes. kind of grab him. How far are we from the secret entrance? And has anyone seen us? I'm really sorry. I was distracted by all the tech issues, so I might have missed you saying that, but. No, no, no one's seen you guys as yet. You're still about another hundred. And Vel, was your uh, it was one hundred and eighty, I believe, from where I would start to lose. All right, and Vel, you're you're almost unconscious right now. <laughs> Did you get hit? What happened to you? I missed I missed part of it. No, you just can't. So I just have a very bad Constitution modifier. So my I only have thirty seconds of swimming out of the minute and thirty seconds I needed. I'm with you. Uh, I come up. I can hold my breath for quite a while. So I'm I'm doing okay. But I come up and take a new breath since I'm coming to the surface anyway, and uh, wrap my arm kind of around under his armpit. Give me a stealth check. A stealth check? Oh, shit. Yeah, for going up to the surface. Yeah, you've got lizard folk crawling around this place. Can I, can I retcon that? Sure. <laughs> uh, instead of going up to the surface and grabbing him, uh, I'm instead going to just hope for the best. I'm going to reach up and grab his ankle and yank him underwater so that I can then grab him kind of under the armpits and start swimming with him as fast as I can go towards the entrance all right so you uh you get him um uh, is jungle crew joining you guys now Could be joining yeah. us Do yeah we know where they are because we're further ahead <clears throat> yes sorry i mean joining you guys in the river wait so jungle jungle crew has already walked on to keep trying to find a back place and they're behind us having gotten to the jungle from the water. Yes, I, I assumed you guys, um, as you're moving into the jungle, you had not quite gotten around the back, but you're still like along the river's edge, which is where mm. uh, the lizard mm -hmm. folk crossed over. At this point, because they're now in the water floating towards you guys, but under, you're around the same place with the mental speaking sure. telepathy. You're probably able to inform each other of what's going on. Uh, I, do, I do have a Quick clarifying question: uh, Did um, did CL also get the telepathic? Can he also communicate? Yeah. He did. It's up to eight people, so it's all of us. Hey, and and Val, don't take this the wrong way, but like, hey, Coach, we're kind of falling apart out here. Uh, it's going to be hard to convince these folks that we're an elite squad when when our our leader is almost drowning and I'm bumping into stuff. Maybe you might want to get off the bench for this one. Nonsense, Arlotte. Trial by fire. We're gonna get through this. Just come join us in the lake, and we'll or in the river, and you know we'll get we'll get inside, and we'll do our dance, and maybe slay a dragon. Be fine. I 
I, I do want you to know, I, I think that's easier to say from in, from, from, you know, where you're sitting than from where we are, but uh, okay. Uh, Vel, chief, uh, where, where are we going? What are we doing? Um, Vel would now be unconscious, or perhaps the one uh, dragging them through the water would feel like they could respond for him. We need to get to the underwater entrance ASAP, so since you've blown the cover on the land... No cover has been blown! The cover, don't even start it right now, just shut up and listen to everyone! You're not... <clears throat> okay, where are we going? How far are you from the, from the entrance on the land? You're further up from us, but... I'm just catching up quickly. We are this amount of feet. Away. Yeah, DM, how far are we? Maybe another 100 Maybe feet another if you were to jump in the water. I don't know. Metagame, is there a reason you don't want to go in the water or is it you just think you can get around on the land faster? No, we just haven't been told what to do. Okay, so for clarification, uh, the idea was for you guys to scout ahead to see how far we could swim and then jump back in the water. So you guys would have been positioning to get back in the water if gotcha. I had explained a little better, but I'm assuming like in-game we had communicated that a little more As effectively. he's just floating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fl- I'm dragging him under the water right now. Like by the- <laughs> Zero sort of like steps forward, looks at the two of them and is like, we need to get into the underwater opening. We can do this. We just gotta get to the water without being seen. Without being seen, Murph, can you do that? Doing gas. Gas. I can turn you into gas. No gas. No, no gas. Sorry. No please, gas. For the love of God, don't turn me into gas. <laughs> and I'm gonna turn to Persephone in this moment, and I'm going to say, Persephone, I have an idea, and I know it can work, but you just have to let me go do it. If it is from branch to branch like that last great idea. It does not. It does not. It does not. What's the idea? I'm not going to tell you because then you're going to tell me not to do it, but I know it's a good idea. I'm going to preemptively tell you not to do it then. I don't care what you do. Just do it and get to the water. Okay. uh, Murph is... uh, Murph Murph is going to... He's going to walk up to Stephanie and he's going to say, okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And he's going to go to whisper in her ear. And as he does, he's going to sweep her leg and push her over and uh, sneak, like, like try to get away quickly. Do you guys want to roll for this? Are you going to let this happen? Or... For this. No, let's roll for it for flavor. This is good. All right. So what's, what's, what's the roll? Is it, is, is, it, co- it... is it opposing dex checks? Cause you're trying to swipe my leg as I'm trying to catch myself. I think that sounds fair. Yeah. Just straight decks. I, I would also accept strength if you're trying to go with more of a push. You get either strength or decks, and Persephone has to do decks. Okay, I'm doing decks. And is it a, just a straight decks or is it a, a deck saving? Uh, your deck saving, his is a decks. Good luck, check. brother. Okay, and I'm I'm just straight decks check. Yeah. Yeah. Not I'm not doing like sleight of hand. I'm doing dexterity. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's a twenty-three. It's a twenty-nine. <laughs> I feel like I feel like in my brain what this looked like was you got the push and the leg swipe, and then as she's falling, she just grabs your arm. It's <laughs> exactly what happens. It's exactly what happens. I love it. As soon as we fall, uh, <laughs> even even as embarrassed as I am, I'm still immediately like, now that she's distracted by the fact that she's fallen over, I am going I, to I try would, to yeah, s- sneak away that. quickly. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. G- give me the stealth. 
Can I tell you what my stealth modifier oh, is? Gosh. Can I tell you what my stealth modifier is? Yes. My stealth sure. modifier is plus nine. I have a plus nine to stealth. I roll, it's a 13. I rolled a four. We're rogues and you didn't take stealth as a proficient skill? No, and you'll see- expertise. And you'll see what idea I have. If we live long enough to see it. You're not stealthy about this. Um, Thankfully, for the sake of time, we're gonna say that Zara's, um, or no, it wasn't Zara's, it was Persephone's uh, illusion it was believable enough that they believe that there's just lizard folk mo- moving around through here, so they're no longer checking. Okay, perfect. Um, uh, did, uh, Zira, did you ever give me any of your saliva? Did you spit into the vial? No? No. So we're not shipping Murph and Zira? Listen, s- spit's not out of the question, but, like, it's not, it's not part of it, you know? Uh, can I look around me and see if there's any lizard folk anything near me? Like... Like, not hair, because they're lizard folk, but it's like a, an, an errant toenail or something. Because I just want to see how this goes, sure. Why okay. not? Uh, investigation, or what do you want me to do? You found something. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm an artificer artillerist apprentice, uh, and I am going to take this, uh, take this uh, uh, scale that I found, um, and you see that I've got this little, like, box on my uh, belt loop, and I'm gonna put the scale in there and you'll see that it kind of like beeps and whirs and makes a noise and then a whole bunch of lizard scales starts surrounding me and I cast disguise self and I look like a lizard folk. Um, and I am going to start walking toward the temple. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Other jungle folk, are you guys jumping in the water or are you gonna walk around as well? Fortunately, Seth would have chased after her brother. Okay. All right. Are, are you guys going to try to do the front door of this um, temple? I'm doing or? the front door of this. I think my sister should understand her talents and go dive or whatever and be stealthy in the water. That's what, if anyone on the line, if anyone on the line is what Murph thinks it is that Stephanie is so good at being sneaky that she should go be sneaky and I'm gonna just go get the job done. I like to imagine this information is being shared through like you yes. talking to yourself as a lizard folk. Like, if I had a sister here. Yeah. <laughs> she would do what she's best at and hide as you're like trying to. <laughs> yeah, those thoughts that all of us can hear. <laughs> Here, yeah. Everyone can hear it. Yeah. Steph is just like mad at this point and like silently trailing him as she's taking her short bow out. She's trying to stay stealthy and just follow this a hole. Figuring, as she, actually, no, she wouldn't be silent. She would be walking away, probably muttering sh- things like, I can't stand him. This is why I would never take him out places if he had just listened. Okay, I'm going to follow him. You guys just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Zero is watching like fully just watching like remaining hidden but like these fucking idiots are going to get us all killed <laughs> i need to make sure that these idiots don't go die right now i think uh Ladrian and i are actually like probably at the door by now <laughs> during all of this stuff going on you are but there are two things that have gone wrong mm-hmm. three things val's unconscious uh, as soon as you pass underneath the outer wall of the temple, Seal's 
dragon shard powered legs stop working uh, and he can't swim and then does a 19 hit you Ladrian? Uh, yes that hits my armor class an octopus has grabbed your legs and is holding you underwater okay alright <laughs> are we at the door pretty much like so there's an underwater door right? right okay well, it, it's not so much an underwater door as an underwater opening that you can kind of swim through like a tunnel. Before De- or before Ladrian fights his octopus friend, can I continue swimming um, with Val? Oh. Actually, uh, could I just cast shield? Because then it wouldn't hit me. Is shield a reaction? It is, yeah. Sure. All right. Wait, What do you need to see things coming? Hold on. I don't think so, but... Nope. All right. Then, yeah, you're able to cast this. Okay. So we still have to deal with the uh, coach's legs not working anymore. So I still have uh, I still have Val under my arm. I'd like to continue with him and go in the opening to where we can get to, like, the land and, and air and lay him out. And can I try to revive him? Is he unconscious like like it would be in, in combat? Like yes. death saving throws. Okay. Well, what I'd like first is an athletics check to to drag him through the water, and provided that goes well, then you can make a medicine check to try to bring him back. Okay, Vel, I know you were just out. I uh, gr- dragged you into the opening, the underwater opening in the building. So uh, you're now in air, but you are still unconscious. So I have to see. Well, I have to see if I did it well or not. So okay, what do you need to roll, Nate? Athletics, perhaps. <laughs> athletics. Yay. Yep. Okay. That is a non-natural 20. All right. Yeah, you're you're swimming through the water just fine. And with them, you're able to pop back up. Um, give me a medicine check to, to try to revive them. I got a two. Ooh. Uh, Val, give me your first death saving throw. No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. You've, you've been oh. unconscious. Do for, you for add a, a modifier bit. to death saving? I have a zero modifier. So. so. Oh, oh, wait, are you talking for medicine or for his? Because it's 11. For I was just wondering what constitution applies. No. So 11, no. succeed. All right, that's the first one. Uh, meanwhile, we've got Murph trying to walk in the front door as a disguised lizard folk. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a performance check for how well you've captured the essence of a lizard folk in your walk and movements and... Um, am I doing a performance check because other lizard folk who are part of the temple can can see me? Yes. And if you're walking in the front me. door, great. You're 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 great. Clear in vision. Murph is going to uh, in his uh, best. So I'm going to say in his best lizard folk voice, um, which uh, uh, is. I have, so my thing is I have imposter and I've been around uh, Zira for more than three hours. Uh, and so I would like to, I, I would like to say that my, my lizard folk voicing is, is pretty good. Uh, and I say, uh, as I approach these individuals, as they see me, I say, very well met and all hail the black dragon. Zira, would you like to tell them what you just messaged me on the side? Most lizard folk don't speak common. These lizard folk would have no idea what you are saying to them right now. And Zira hasn't been speaking lizard folk, like the lizard language in front of you. She's been speaking common to you. Um, translator, translator? Uh, is there anyone common, common? 
Um, so the the black scale lizard folk realizing that you must not be of you know the the tribes that don't like the the newcomers um, to show up and arrive speaking common as opposed to lizard folk uh, immediately draw arms. And there's no check. There's no check I can do because I don't speak their language. I do apologize. How many people are drawing their weapons at me right now? A good, good fifteen-ish. There's fifteen people drawing their weapons at me right They're now. They're here for a ritual sacrifice that happens once a month. I thought they, fifteen is like a pretty low number. Um, I put my hands in the air. For what it's worth, I think I'm being followed by a halfling. <laughs> Which I will, say, I will say now, upon all of this, turns into a gas. Once he started walking up towards the front, she Persephone would have cast invisibility on herself. Okay, so she is right next to him, like not okay. like within ten feet of him. And as they all draw their weapons, he would just hear in his head. You can't see me. I'm doing the thing again. I'm right behind you. But you're right. This was a great idea. <sighs> Can you get the lizard to turn me into a gas, please? <laughs> Zero would hear that. Does Zero hear me? The Are we mental, close does. The mental connection is prime. How far? Do, wait, wait. Actually, the telepathy, does that, is that still okay? Isn't Bell the one who did it? No. No, no. no. No, okay, was, okay, yeah. Adrian, how far does it go? Because we we well, I don't know how far away we are from everyone anymore. I want to say the communication is, an, no, that's for when it's cast. I, uh, over any distance, though, it can't extend to other planes. Okay, cool. we so are still on the same plane, so. Yeah. Hey, Zira, uh, turn me into a gas, please. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna try to sneak forward. Zero, Hear me, me out. Just, can you tell me how to say things in lizard folk? Zero, Zero is like fully ignoring him at this point. She's just walking forward. She's just walking forward and she's like- Come up and say you're with him. Hello, I am very apologetic for this guy right here. And she taps him on the shoulder and he immediately turns to gas just immediately turns to gas and within with a snap of her fingers she disappears 30 feet away into the water and dives straight down only Do one year now stealth check yeah uh 23 all right good uh, gold oh no um you're the only one there but you're invisible yeah yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. what am i experiencing as a gas so Some um, as a gas Give me one second. I will. Uh, I will explain it to you a bit. Um, you transform a willing creature. You touch along with everything it's wearing and carrying into a misty cloud. Um, while in this form, the target's only method of movement is a flying speed of ten feet. Um, you can enter and occupy the space of another creature. You have resistance to non-magical damage, advantage on strength decks and con saves. Um, you can pass through small holes, narrow openings, even mere cracks. Um, though liquids are solid surfaces, you can't fall, um, and you can't talk or manipulate objects. Um, you have literally just been turned into a misty cloud that can move 10 feet. How far am I from the temple entrance? Hmm. You like walked up to 30 it. feet? 
Okay, I'm yeah. going to start making my way that way. How long am I a gas for? Um, you are up to an hour, as long as I maintain concentration. Uh, I'm going to start making my way towards the temple. Making my way. All right. So, uh, Persephone, are you swimming? So, Persephone is invisible, like, right next yeah. to him. So, are you guys just going to walk in? Yeah. If, okay. Yeah, if you mentally say, like, okay, I'm just going to head in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, once you walk into the <laughs> temple... see each other. There is kind of... You've got a mental link. I assume you're good. Um, w- once you, you guys enter the temple, um, there's kind of a couple of corridors, and you do see some dragonborn monks... Um, you're, you're kind of in a, like a larger open room, um, and, and then kind of off to the left there, there's some some corridors that may be more for um, more for sleeping, and, and then on the right hand side, um, which you would know is going to be kind of closer to where this um, tunnel entrance was going to happen. If you want to pop back up with your friends, um, it is seems to be more where like a priesthood side of things would be. Should we uh, jump back to our friends in the water? <laughs> yes, jumping back to our friends. Question. Sorry. Yes. Real quick question. How did these 15 lizard folk respond to Zira walking up, just touching this dude and turning him into gas and then disappearing? Yeah, they're on high alert right now. Yeah. The, the, the temple is starting to swarm. Zira, as you swim in, Oh, you definitely get past the octopus guard. I was really hoping that he would like snag someone and then like people might not be able to maintain consciousness and like that would be awesome. But uh, nope, nope, that didn't didn't happen. So I'm a little sad, but all right. So you're able to to meet back up with that group before you meet up back up with them though. Uh, Vel is still unconscious. I get, one of you guys gets a chance to make a medicine check. Can I cast Cure Wounds? You're not there just yet. Oh, okay. Am I Sorry. still engaged with the octopus or did I just no, get past you, him? You you used shield and got past him. So did you okay. go, did you swim into the opening as well then? Yeah. Do you want to try medicine check since I failed? Sure. Actually, um, while he does that, I'm actually going to go back in the water and try to get our, I forgot his name. Coach. Seal. Yeah. I was, I was calling him Coach because I kept forgetting his name. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back. So you said his legs stopped working, right? So is he still conscious and like flailing around with his arms or is he like unconscious now? Yes, he is. He's still conscious, trying to swim with just his arms, but he's he's not making much ground. All right. Um, thankfully, he hasn't been grabbed by the octopus. But does a 25 hit you? Yeah. <laughs> You're grappled by an octopus. All right. Give me a moment. Um, can I do some re- a reaction to that? If you have a reaction. I do. Uh, let's see. Also, Devin, I forgot to tell you, but go ahead and take like, seven poison damage from the octopus. Ouch. Does he do damage to me when he grabs me? Or he, yes, he does. What? How much damage does he do? Eight poison damage. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. Well, she's actually resistant to poison damage. I'm resistant to poison damage naturally because I have a magical tattoo. Um, features and traits. Let's see. Can we all get a magical tattoo? You said magic, magic stuff. Tattoo. Um, where is my tattoo guy? It's under. He told us we could have whatever magical items we wanted. It's an absorbing tattoo. It's violet. It's on my face. It's face tat. Um, so I naturally. am resistant to poison damage. So I will get half of that. And I'd also like to use my reaction. Um, actually, stones endurance. Let's see. Not that could be. Uh... Reduce damage to me by 1d12 plus 3 once per short rest. Actually, maybe I won't bother doing that. I'm going to save that, that boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to take the 4 damage then. Was- 
Okay. Or how much was it? I'm sorry. You said it was eight damage. Four damage. Great. After the half. So I will do four damage. Am I still like being wrangled? I got away from you. Yeah, you'd be grappled. Yes. Sorry. Sorry, you're grappled. Okay. Can I then take a swing? I know I'm underwater, so if that's a disadvantage, I, I understand. So I'm obviously trying to pull my great sword through the water. I don't know how difficult that is. It would be a disadvantage since you're grappled. Okay. So either way, I'm a disadvantage. Um, so I'm going to use my great sword of wounding. Uh, disadvantage. The first is a 16 to hit. The second is a 28 to hit. So that's actually a 16 to hit. All right. That hits. Yay. All right. It does 10 damage. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, the octopus still has you grappled, um, but we will say at this point, um, Zara has gotten to you guys. And Zara, if you, uh, you know, uh, give me a perception check. I believe you're going to find this, but since we have been playing with its murky and that's how I've allowed the sneak attacks. Yeah. Um, that's a 28. You've arrived on the scene and you're seeing that uh, Swiftblade is holding seal uh, whose legs have stopped working and they're being grappled by an octopus. Okay, is Seal still conscious, can I tell? Seal is still conscious. Okay, Seal's still conscious. Okay, um, can the octopus see me? The octopus can see you. Ah, uh, darn it. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna go up to the octopus then uh, regardless, and I'm gonna give a swing at it. Um, let me just make sure of something real quick. Um, uh, Excuse me. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm just going to take a swing at it. Uh, does a... Does a... This is like a 30. Does a 30 hit? 30 hits. Okay. Um, and then that is 13 damage on the octopus with a swing of my sickle. All right. Yeah, you're Thank slicing you free the leg. They're slicing off the tentacle here. Um, but before you guys can return to the surface, uh, Ladrian, you've got a chance to perform a medicine check to try to get uh, Val back up. And I rolled a seven. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ooh. Val. <laughs> All right, Val, give me that. Uh, give me that death saving throw. Ooh, fourteen. We're doing good on the savings, luckily. All right, we we got a saving. Was that your first or your second? Second. I have succeeded two, so we're okay. on a we're on a good track right now. All right. Perfect, perfect. I like it. It's uh, you're able to resurface now. Oh, uh, Zira, I'm doing so terrible with names. Um, Zira and Swiftblade, you're you're able to surface this now. Uh, if one of you would like to make a medicine check or try to bring back to consciousness your poor fallen leader, I can use cure wounds. Um, I'm not sure if that would bring him back to consciousness, but I can use cure wounds on him. That will so. bring him back. I'll go over and do that. Um, well, he heals for uh, nine da- uh, nine health points. Okay. Okay. Um, perfect. So he's back up and conscious. Our river swimming group has has all managed to come through this in one ish piece. Um, what we can see is Seal's legs are not working anymore, and he kind of he he turns turns to Val. Velen says, ah, I was worried this might have happened. The, the lizard lady warned me. She said that they had a shield on, on the temple to initially prevent the dragon folk from getting in. Thought they might have taken it down, but these dragon shard powered legs, I'm not going to be any use to you. You're going to have to go on without me. Well, do, do you think you'll be fine staying here for now? Of course, we'll grab you on the way out. 
if that's what you think is best, either that or Swift Blade will have to carry me. I Swift. really wish I had prepared teleportation circle <laughs> so I could just send him away. That could have been good. I can carry you on my shoulders if you'd like to accompany us. I'd like to see this through. All right. Well, get on up, little buddy. Legs don't work and you said get on up, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I regret my choice of words. <laughs> Just leave it. Cut that. Cut that. All right, I'm carrying you in. All right, stand up. Let's go. <laughs> I need that on a blooper reel right there. Realizing that uh, he cannot actually get on up, I instead swoop down, grab him. Put him on. Can his legs stay on his like attached to him? So I have something. Yeah, to oh yeah. To? Okay. Okay. They're still attached. They're just okay. You know, waist <laughs> down. This man's not doing much. <laughs> like, tie him like a knot. <laughs> Probably doesn't work like that. So uh, I take him up on my shoulders and get him all situated. Then practice swinging my sword. You know, with him up there and make sure I know how to good. adjust my form. Good. All right. Um, Murph. And Seth, what are you two doing now that you've kind of entered into the temple? I, I'm, I'm floating around. Uh, what do we see in the temple? You also can only move ten feet at a time, and I can move yeah. three times that, and we have no idea where the other person is. No one said he had to follow me. <laughs> so. Yeah, are, is anyone following? As at least I know, I'm walking past them. Like there, just... there are people running to and fro to try to find out what may have happened, um, and, and kind of getting alarmed. Um, and, and you know, one person runs past you, saying something about the dragon, um, like he's going to go see the dragon. Uh, and, and like, there's kind of like a bigger, or there's there's like an entrance. Um, room, but as this is a pyramid temple, um, it gets bigger as you go further in. And, and like he seems to be going to the heart and center. Um, off to the left, there's some corridors that may lead to, or seem to lead to, where the dragon inborn uh, monks live. And, and off to the right, there seems to be a less used, um, kind of ceremonial, um, like priestly area that, that doesn't look like it's been used for quite some time, maybe as if it was for the old inhabitant. Um, and and you, you at least roughly know that this this hallway through there is um, is where your friends would be. You just just by knowing the underwater entrance, they'd be that direction. Um, with with my gaseous form, can I choose when to stop being gaseous, or does Zira have to do that for me? I think that depends how recently you've eaten Taco Bell. Uh, Murph is a regular patron. <laughs> He's got uh, a card like the stamp yeah, card. Yeah, like like the, yeah, yeah, like... yeah. Um, and sometimes when he's really hungry, he'll go in and order something and then he'll go outside and he'll put on a Persephone wig and Persephone's clothes and walk back in to get more food as two different people to, as to not arouse suspicion. Imposturing each other. Yeah. So do I get to choose when to not be a, a gas anymore? I don't know if it's up to you. Um, I Has she been able to maintain the concentration for this long? Yeah, I can concentrate on it for up to an hour. It's been, it's not up to an hour. Um, she hasn't taken any damage or cast anything that takes concentration. So I think that's all well within the rules there. But um, the 
I think I would have to stop the spell, or you would have to drop to zero hit points for it to end. Well, we're not going with that second option. Can I still communicate via the telepathic thing in my gas yeah. form? Uh, okay, here's what I'm going to do. That room that you said that looked old and abandoned, that looked like it was for, like, elders, I'm going to make my way to that room, and I'm going to try to get in through the keyhole or whatever. Okay. Uh, can I get into the room? Yeah. So you kind of get to the end of this corridor, um, and it's definitely, definitely like a priestly chamber. Um, and like it, it has kind of a sign that says, you know, this way to, um, gosh, I really should have thought of a better name, but I didn't think you guys were going to come in through the side with the sign. I thought you guys would come in through the underwater passage. Um, but it's like like a ceremonial bathing um, place so that way they can clean themselves off before they present themselves to their goddess. And, and like, because it is such a uh, sacred place, you do kind of see the doorway um, it is like a stone drop door that if you come up to it, it will raise, but a stone drop door will like fall behind you. Um, so as that once the priests enter, they're not disturbed. Sure. Uh, uh, as soon as I get into this room, and is there, is there anyone in this room? I figure, no. Not from the doorway that you see. It's a, it's a stone block door in front of you. Um, so if you go up to it, that will open and you will see what is inside. Um, but the door will close right behind you. I'm still gas. So uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go into the room. Uh, um, not Persephone. Yeah, Persephone, are you going with him? I have no idea where he is, so I am just going to where I think the others would be. All right, that is the oh. same place. Okay, then. I would have been ahead of him, though, pretty significantly. Uh, we, can, we can work with that. Okay. If you're ahead of him, um, mm -hmm. and are you guys not communicating using the telepathic link? We're not talking right now. I, at, at least, at least if you've done any- yeah, if you've done any outreach, I completely have not responded. Yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah. All right. So Persephone goes down this hallway first, gets to the stone doorway. It rises and she sees the rest of the party and the stone doorway slams shut behind her. But you and Gash's form, because I didn't plan this far ahead, I had planned for it to be like a, a like strong seal. Odds are evens, my dude. Evens. Roll the four, you're in. There's just a crack in the crack in the doorway. See, Murph does good when someone else rolls the dice. That's... <laughs> I mean, it was a four, so I'm glad we did odd versus even. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Amazing. you've now all regrouped in this um, kind of what appears to be and what you've now seen from the outdoor sign. It is a ceremonial bathing in room. Um, to, for the priests to prepare themselves before before they would go before the um, cold sun goddess. Uh, it hasn't been used for years because naturally she's been locked away. Um, but there are you know some pretty well-worn angelic-like statues, um, fairly smooth, not too much uh, descriptors on them. Uh, they do have a tail, which you know a little bit off, maybe lizard folk-like. They're angelic figures to have tails, maybe not, you know? Um, is there but, any, like, writing on the wall or anything, like... There what? is writing on the wall because you know, there are four more doors um, to exit out that would lead you into what you would assume is is the sun goddess's, cold sun goddess, uh, her, you know, ruling room, somewhere where, where, you know, she would be. And above these four doorways, 
it says mind, body, soul, and heart. And I think that's where we should end this. Nice. Sounds good. I'm still gas. (laughs) You don't have to be. I can make you not gas. You could at any point have been like, hey, could I not be gas anymore? Well, I was listening to the DM's (laughs) description of the room. But I was going to say that, yeah, Murph would telepathically be like, all right, listen, I I look like a lizard folk, but it's me, Murph. Okay, so nobody freak out. Zira, can you can you turn me into not a gas anymore? Yeah, and then Zira would like immediately drop the spell. And question, question, how far off the ground are you? Well, so oh, I was just going to say, I was floating up above everyone, and so a lizard folk falls on uh, onto uh, whoever is under me. <laughs> all right. Uh, I see six of you. We'll just go in the order that I see you all. Uh, two. So you have fallen on... Devin, I keep forgetting you guys. Ladrian. Ladrian. I keep wanting to say Lander. Yes, <laughs> Lander. Nope. Different, different, right. different podcast. You've, you've fallen on Ladrian. How heavy are you? Uh, I'm tiny. Um, I'm like 70 pounds, maybe. Uh, Ladrian... I assume you have hollow bones, as most birds have hollow bones. <laughs> You're messed up, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. Do I get a dex save? That, that feels fair. What? What's? Yeah, we'll set it at fifteen. Oh you can dex roll out of this. My bones. I uh, I got a thirteen. Okay. Okay. So seventy-ish pounds, right? I never yeah. fly again. <laughs> You're gonna take 17 damage. Okay. Damn, dude. <laughs> Literally, Nate said this is where we should end it, and I was like, oh, I just want to do one more thing, and now, now we're all being punished. And I'm look sorry. what you've done. You just want to do 17 damage. <laughs> look at I'm what you've done. I'm sorry that I caused this. <laughs> okay, you're not used to being a gas. I'll just cast Liam in tiny hut, and we can just sleep here. Oh, you could do long rest. We could. But... Me too. That's hilarious. Wait, unless we're under some time crunch for, with this dragon. The only issue is if we set up camp here, we will likely be ran into at some point as they're preparing for the sacrifice. Perhaps we could just heal you up the best we can and hope you don't get hit anymore along the way. Yeah, I hope I don't get hit either. I, I'm sorry. It, it's, no, it's okay. I thought you'd be it's okay. I, I know you didn't mean it. Really? Maybe we end it there before we hurt anyone else. (laughs) Next time, aim for Swift Blade. I have a lot of HP. (laughs) I wasn't aiming for anyone. (laughs) So, I just want that. I just want everyone to know that I wasn't aiming for anyone, and I've been really trying my hardest to help the team. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been a guest before. Marshy really fucked that up, haven't you? Persephone's just invisible watching all of this, like, yeah, y'all get him. Get him. <laughs> uh, as someone with an older sister that is 15 months older than me, not not one year, it's 15 months, this dynamic has been wonderful. I'm, I'm okay, the youngest. He's the youngest and I'm the oldest yeah. of our families. So when we figured that out, we were like, oh, all you need to do is be an older sister and all I need to do is be a little brother, which we both have been doing our entire lives. So you're experienced in the roles. That's, yeah, that's what you're telling me? Yes. We, I've done a lifetime of research for this role. <laughs> that's awesome.